night, you guys. Happy Thursday. Thanks for joining in uh, with Fluent and Chill and, of course, me as your host. Um, yeah, we have a lot to get into. Uh, but first, of course, you two, how are you doing? Tom, what's up with the red hoodie, yo? <laughs> I call blue and I think red is good. I think red is your color. Chat can back me up on that, but yeah. um, what else I, do they get? I look good and everything. Oh, I'm sexy and I know it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. H, look what you started. H, see, you started <laughs> free confidence. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, well, we're gonna boost you up to tear you down. Because... Maybe, that, maybe that's more realistic. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's the one right there. But... I know what this 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 uh, this hoodie, by the way, is a message from the government of Canada. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I noticed that we got a we got a hood theme on PC. Oh. Damo wears hoods. Mars got the hood going. Uh, oh, who else? We had like three dude. We had three different people on 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 the panel today. Don't you, don't you wear hoodies? I do not wear hoodies though. Yeah, I do I was not. Say. For real. I do not wear hoodies. Because well, you're in Florida. How often is the weather? Yeah. Even with, first, first, first of all, I got a stigma about hoodies. And the reason why I got a stigma about hoodies is because what is what are hoodies associated with? Hoodies are associated with hoods. So hoodlums. Mm. So for me to wear a hood, automatically <laughs> I was portrayed as where the hoodie came from? Is it from, yes. from- Yes, you're a hoodlum. So if I throw in the hood, I'm associated as a hoodlum. I've been called worse. I have too. So (laughs) I had a I had a hood. I had a Texas University of Texas hood uh, girl that I was dating over a decade ago. She's a big time Texas fan. She bought me a Texas hoodie, and uh, one of the one one of the stipulations of it was I had an Adrian Peterson jersey, and. In order for us to continue dating, I had to get rid of my Adrian Peterson jersey, and I had to yeah, and I had to rock a Texas jersey. I mean, I had to I had to rock the Texas hoodie. So and you did that, and you did that, I, Jay. I did. I, I didn't get rid of it. I didn't get rid of it. All I did was I shelved. Oh, it. There you go. There you not, go. I didn't. I, I did not get rid of it. I shelved it. Lay away. Lay away. Okay. Yeah. Because oh, I was wow. a big time. I was a big time Adrian Peterson fan, and she's a Texas girl, so. Adrian Peterson with the Oklahoma. Adrian Peterson with the Oklahoma. You got the uh, the Red River rivalry. So, uh, yeah. So I did do that. I'm uh, when I'm when I'm in a relationship. H. I'm very committed. I want I want I want I want to make sure that I'm you know that that I'm down to make this thing work. But yeah, when I'm I, out, I'm out. Yeah, I re- like I respect that. But for me, I also I, I gotta say I think sports like my my teams come first. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> No, I, res- I respect it. I respect it, Jay. I, I, I see. So I'm torn. So me and Miss Floon, obviously, we have two different teams. Right. I'm in the NFC. She's in the AFC. But like, you know how you cheated on the 49ers with the Broncos there for a while. Uh, to be honest with you, Tone, that's been going on for years. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She 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 was stepping out on me with the Packers for a minute. Oh. Um, I can't. And she's like, I might get an Aaron Rodgers jersey, and I'm like, I might have to file for divorce. Right. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. So it's bad. So it's bad enough she was stepping out on you with another team, but the Packers. Yeah. Packers. I, yeah, I think it was. You just, made her mad. Oh I think. You did something. man, I did that's something ultimate revenge. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yikes. That's a real story. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bad enough. I gotta put up with that. But now, oh hell no, Mm-mm, no way. Yeah. Like it's like okay, I got a I got a girl who like loves sports, and like I'll come home and she'll be watching the game, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's who you marry. Yep. But then she's a she wants to root for the Packers. That's like no, yeah. 
There's oh. cons to it too. There are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. Speaking of fluent, you know, uh, I don't mean to say too much, and we're going to get into it a little bit, but the Bears, what's going on in Chicago? I heard somebody stepped down. You guys look like a mess. Justin Fields in the middle of it with the media. What, what, things are unraveling. Well, let me let me start with this. Let me start with this. A shameless plug. Head out to sportsfluent.com slash blog. New, new post today. Uh, we got the odds on who's the first coach to get fired. No surprise. Matt Eberflus is, is the odds on favorite to get fired first. I personally think it's going to be that dude in L.A., and I'm talking about the Chargers, not the Rams. Um, uh, Staley, I think he's – because I think their expectations were higher for the Chargers. So I think As they should. As they, they should have been. They start, yeah, if they start 0-3, 0-4, I think he might be out first, whereas the Bears uh, did not. But if you go to sportsfluent.com, you can check out the full uh, uh, post. All It'll give you reasons why. It's a great article in there, um, and it'll give you the odds on on every coach. So go check go check that one out, uh, and of course when you're there at sportsfluent.com slash buck, go to the go to the homepage and and WWE NFL NBA you're buying merchandise from those places anyways. If you click the link on my homepage, you get a deal. I think right now the NFL one's like twenty five percent off. Like there's good deals, um, so go go do that. So other than that, other than that, Matt Eberflus does need to get fired. Ryan Poles needs to be fired. Uh, that damn terrorist, Luke Getze, uh, who came from the Packers, who's a damn, he's a terrorist, he's a double agent, he needs to be fired. Um, you know, last year, remember when they had the number one overall pick and you guys asked me, would you trade Justin Fields or the number one pick? And remember, I was very, I gave you a very good political answer. I said, you well, did. see which has the better offer. Like, if you can get a great offer for, for Justin Fields, trade him, bring in, you know, the first overall pick, make that <laughs> From with a guy from Alabama, and then and you'll get a bunch of draft picks for Justin Fields, another player, and then you start over with the rookie QB pay scale. The reason I said that was we were I was expecting a a Justin Fields needed to take a step up, like he needed. I remember I I, I compared him to Jalen Hurts, and I said Jalen Hurts got his number one receiver in AJ Brown. And what we saw from him was this maturation of not just being a running back. He became a quarterback where he was like, it was one, two, throw it away. One, two, I'm going to use my legs. One, two, right. He was making good decisions and it led them to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I was expecting maybe not that good of a, a jump from Justin Fields, but I was expecting a jump. It might have been one, two, three, take a sack, one, two, three, throw it away, one, two, three, use your legs. Yeah. He's sitting back there, one, two, three, four. Very, like he said, he was honest. I actually appreciate his honesty. I know he's trying to spin it back now. They're making him robotic. They have no designed runs. They have no, you know, things to get him going. And that's just dumb. Because what what did we learn last year? Because they started the same last year, if you remember. They started mm-hmm. off terrible. And then all of a sudden, they started get, letting Justin Fields get out there. They changed the offense, remember? And they let him run. What happened? Yes. Built up his confidence. And all of a sudden, his arm looked better. Right? And I compare it to a basketball player. Jay, you can attest to this. You get you get a couple open layups. You make your layups. What happens to your jumper? All of a sudden, it's, it's wet. Start making shots because you've built up your confidence. Well, that's what it is for Fields. Get him out and running. Get him into the flow of the game. Let him do a little improv. And all of a sudden, the stuff you want him to do in the pocket and the throws become better. We saw it, and they're just not doing it. And so, and then the defense. 
is a disaster too. They brought in all these high-priced guys. We were so excited about their defense. Look, I wasn't expecting 85 Bears defense, but I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting the defensive coordinator to step down because of personal issues and then the rumors of him, the FBI raiding his house and the, 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 like all this. Like They literally went from, they got the first overall pick. Thank you, Lovey Smith. Wow, we have so much promise, so much hope. We're feeling so good about ourselves to like a million things going wrong in the last week. Mm-hmm. And and what do they get for it? They get to go into Kansas City and play the Chiefs. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Upset. Which by the way, Tone, right I hate which by the way, I, I hate the logic tone. Don't get me wrong. When you got a guy who's got a similar skill set as another guy, and you want to make the hypothetical, well, what if they took this guy out of this lineup and put this guy in? We had a we had a conversation about this earlier today. If you took Steph Curry off the Golden State Warriors and you put Dame, how much different would they be? And I didn't. I, I thought that they would be a lot different. Now, when you say the fact that the Kansas City, not the Chicago Bears, passed on Patrick Mahomes for just Pat, they passed on Patrick Mahomes for Mitch Trubisky. Just so you know, Tone, and I'm being honest with you. I think your Bears would have wrecked him. I don't think that they would have done a good job with Patrick Mahomes because I think about what was going on during that time. Number one, when he gets to Kansas City, he's got a stable unit. He gets to play behind Alex Smith for a year. He's got Mm -hmm. Andy Reid coaching. That offense drafted well, and they drafted a good offensive line behind him. Meanwhile, in Chicago, you get Mitchell Trubisky, who was thrown into the lineup. He clearly wasn't ready to him. He had 12 starts. And now what you're going to do, you're going to do with Patrick Mahomes, you're going to throw him out there with, with, with as many starts as he had from a bad team with a, with, a, with a depleted offensive line and no legit, not only not a legit offense, they've had three head coaches in the last six years, three of them. So there's no stability there. Oh, they, been, that they would have absolutely, they would have ruined Patrick Mahomes. I, I think they would have wrecked him. He would have been saying, see, because don't forget, Patrick Mahomes wasn't this surefire. Was everybody was, no, he was a question mark. He had a lot of arm it talent. Wasn't. wasn't sure if he could read defenses, like all this kind of stuff. And he would have done what he would have done, and they would have lost games. And they would have said, oh, see, see that Mahomes kid. I told you he wasn't ready. I just nope. want to pull something up for you quickly. I don't have it ready to show on my computer, so I'm just put it up on screen. Mm-hmm. But I just go through some numbers for you real quick. You brought up Trubisky. So the first number I'm going to give you is Fields. The second number I'm going to give you is Trubisky. Yep. Uh, their first 27 starts. Okay. Completion percentage. Fields, 59.9%. Trubisky. And just remember, Trubisky, everyone's like, bust, garbage, trash, right? Uh, 59.9. Trubisky, 63.2. Passing yards, 44.69 for Fields, 56.44 for Trubisky. Rushing yards, 1591 for Fields, 680 for Trubisky. Touchdowns, 36-36. Inter- uh, turnovers, 31-26. Passer rating, 79.7, 86.3. Mm. Listen, Fields might be more dynamic and, and obviously with his legs, but from a statistical standpoint, if you hated Trubisky, if you hated Trubisky, you're not a fan of Fields. And, and what does that tell you? What does that tell you, Tone, about the system going on in Chicago? More than anything, because you got to have you got to have a system in play in order to have a in order to have a productive quarterback. You can, you you have quarterbacks who have the skill set that travels, 
but you got to put them in a good scheme, right? You got to put them in a situation you, you, where you they're going to be successful. And I'm going to steal this from Mike Greenberg. I'm going to steal yep. this. He said this, but he hit, he hit the nail on the head. Greeny did this morning because he said, listen, he goes, you had John Fox in his quarterback. That's number one. You draft Mitch Trubisky, who he doesn't want. Publicly said, that's not the guy I wanted. He actually wanted Patrick Mahone, but anyways, this is for another day. Yeah. So you draft the quarterback that he doesn't want. Well, what happens? Well, it doesn't work. So what do they do? Well, they fire the coach. Then they bring in Matt Nagy because he was reaping the rewards of having Patrick Mahomes and, and Andy Reid. So they bring in Matt Nagy. Well, Mitch Trubisky isn't Matt Nagy's guy. So he's like, I don't care about him. So then they draft Justin Fields. Well, he didn't want Justin Fields. He fails. So they get, what do they do? Well, they fire the coach. And now they bring in Matt Eberflus, Eberflus, whatever the hell his name is. Guess what? Justin Fields isn't his guy. I don't know how he feels about him, but it's not his guy. He didn't draft him. He wasn't part of that room with Ryan Poles that drafted him. So what's going to happen? They're going to move on from Justin Fields. Then they're going to fire the coach. Like, it's just this revolving. And people are like, oh, that's what's been like for the last three years. No, no. That's what it's been like for the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. It's the, the, the Jay Cutler. And everyone wants to say how bad and how horrible Jay Cutler is as a quarterback. And anyone who says that is a stat-watching, football-reference-using dumbass. Mm -hmm. Jay Cutler, maybe not showing his emotion, but Jay Cutler's arm was second to none. He could make every throw. And legs, he, he can move. He can get out of the pocket. He could escape. He, what was the problem? Because he was doing great in Denver. Well, he came to Chicago and had five different offensive coordinators, three different head coaches, 14 different uh, receivers, no offensive line. Sounds familiar? So you don't even know how good these quarterbacks, be it Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton, they all kind of suck, um, Justin Fields, Trubisky. You'd never even know could they be Rex Grossman. Don't even know if they're any good. You don't because they never give them an opportunity to be good. So, yeah, you know, it's easy to look and say, hey, Cutler didn't do it. You're right. He didn't get the job done. He didn't. Mm -hmm. He didn't. But guess what? Look at his numbers. They're actually similar to Tony Romo. He has the same amount of playoff wins as Tony Romo. Yeah. And Tony Romo is looked at as a god. But guess what he had? Stability, a running game, an offensive line. No one in Chicago has ever had that. So, yes, today I'm very frustrated. And and I don't know. I might take a year off the Bears. Look, I'm not. Why you frustrated? Whoa, 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 Tone. You, why are you frustrated? You already told us before the season started that they were going to be garbage. So because the, the because this is where we are anyway, this is expected, Tone. This is not like this ain't like this is something that you just came out of nowhere where you expected y'all to win nine or ten games. You said they, they were going to be trash. They lost to butter. Mm, that was a nail in the coffin. They lost the butter. You can't lose that game. I'm sorry, you can't lose that game. Lose any other game. Listen, mm -hmm. when a new coach takes over, this is what I loved about Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith came into Chicago, and you know what he, the first thing he said? What we're going to do? Did he say Super Bowl? No. Did he say make the playoffs? No. He said the first thing we're going to do is beat the Packers. Because he understood. Beat the Packers, win the NFC North. Yeah. I don't think we've beaten the Packers since Lovey Smith got fired. 10 and 6, by the way, and got fired. Duh, another bad decision. So, so what do they do? They lose to the Packers in week one with Jordan Love, who we didn't know how good he was going to be, but I fine. Mm -hmm. And then they lose to Pampa and Butter, who we all said, remember, we all agreed them in Arizona, worst two teams in the league. We yeah. all agreed on that. We all yeah. agreed on that. They're now two and oh. Um, granted, they beat Minnesota and Chicago, who look both look horrible. 
Um, but yeah, so it's just it's it's frustrating, man. Even though even though you know when I took the fan again, people will say because they hear me like on gridiron when I have my fat fan hat on and I'm like Bears <laughs> undefeated. Uh, Justin Fields is throwing for four thousand yards. Blah blah blah. On this show, we keep we keep that we keep it to uh, you know to a minimum. And you guys know I said they weren't going to be that great. I picked Green Bay to win the division. I just I don't not I didn't want them to look like this. I'm okay with losing, not like this. Yeah, I mean, and who knows if we see some. I'm sorry, you know, I'm not okay with losing. I'm I'm not okay with losing. I'm okay with them losing, just yeah. not like. Yeah, you see the realistic version of what's likely to happen. Yeah. And and also, you know, maybe they'll take a, a turn for the better earlier than they did last season and get some later season wins. But yeah, no, hey, I, I feel it's you. Better it's, start. It better start now. Yeah, yeah. No. Now. Well, <laughs> you might hey, be you know waiting. Beating Kansas City, beating Kansas City, like last year when yeah. they beat San Francisco in that monsoon. Yeah, so yeah. maybe they get lucky and, and there's like a horrible rainstorm in, in Kansas City. <laughs> they squeak one. And they, and they cancel the game. That's probably your best hope, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to call up uh, go. I'm gonna call up uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, I don't know if you remember in, the, in uh, the movie Bull Durham, they needed a rain out, so he went to the stadium at night and turned on the sprinklers and destroyed the field so that they yeah. didn't have to play the next day. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're doing Saturday night. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like it. Um, speaking of, you know, you just mentioned the Bucks fluent and there are, we're now two weeks in, um, about to start week three and there's several teams that are two and O that maybe could be, you know, maybe could come across as frauds versus some teams that are Mm. actually O and two that we probably would have never seen coming. Right. So Jay, I'll start with you. Um, do you think I, do you want me to read the, I'll read the teams off that are two and O first mm-hmm. and we'll start there and i want you to tell me who you think could be the biggest fraud um <laughs> <laughs> we have miami dolphins another one the baltimore ravens <clears throat> another one we have the cowboys eagles and commanders mm-hmm. we have the falcons saints and bucks and mm-hmm. then we have the niners in the nfc west who pops the cowboys the cowboys it's not a question it's the cowboys <laughs> Yeah. They are the biggest fraud of all of them. They beat the Giants in week one, right? They beat the Giants in week one, who looked horrific. Yeah. Completely, who looked horrific. And then they turn around the next week, and then they beat the Jets. Yeah. Who have a subpar quarterback in Zach, in Zach Wilson. So, and, and then what they're going to do is they're going to compound this tone by next week. They're going to beat Arizona. The, the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. They three and zero. They go into the Super Bowl. They right. are the biggest frauds of all of them. Them, I'm not gonna say nobody else. It's the Cowboys. Okay, one hundred percent. It's the Cowboys. Well, and top that off with now Trayvon, you know, being injured. And Diggs is out it, for the it's season. Gonna, it's about to get real. progressively worse. <laughs> once again, H, you and I have had this conversation more than yeah. once, more than twice. Whatever happened, whatever can happen with the Cowboys, it's gonna happen. Don't worry, they yeah. are gonna be the Cowboys at some point. Just give yeah. it a second. Don't worry, it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Give me a break. Fluent. I, I, I got give zero, then I got zero chilling me. I'm gonna go <laughs> with. Uh, I'm gonna definitely listen. I think the Cowboys are gonna be just fine, uh, and the reason I think they're gonna be just fine is I think even if they're the same team that they were last year, if not a little bit improved, a little bit worse, that was a 12 win team. So to, to think they're not going to win 11, 12, 13 games, they're gonna. 
Um, and in this NFC question mark of a conference that has started off better than we thought, the, the Dallas Cowboys has as good a shot as anyone to win out the NFC. Because let's be honest, I think it's a three-team race. I think it's the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the 49ers. And I think, you. hey, this is why we play the games. Any given Sunday, those teams can beat each other, right? right? Do I like any one team? Are any of those three teams not flawed? They're all flawed. But let's be honest with ourselves. Please. The biggest fraud out of those two and O teams is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I knew, it. I knew that was coming. Dave yeah. thought it, but you're like, I knew it was coming. No, because I knew it was coming. I knew Tony yeah. was going to say it for one reason, one reason only. Baker Mayfield at quarterback. They might not win another two the rest of the season. They're not <laughs> right. going to have the Bears and the Vikings uh, to 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 beat uh, every single week. I don't know their schedule, but I can t- tell you this: this is a four-five win team. Um, and so good for them that they got the two out of the way. And we're going to be saying, wow, can you believe those Tampa Bay after starting 2-0? and Now they're 2-8? and eight? W- Would not surprise a damn person. Okay, so, so Tone, next week on Monday Night Football, they got Philly coming in. Philly's going to beat them by 50. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a fraud. Now let me ask you this, Tone. Oh, With uh, that division, is, is the NFC South... The biggest wins of the season are coming in these two weeks. And you you mark my words. The biggest margin of victory is going to be either, for the whole season, is either going to be Chiefs-Bears or Eagles-Bucks. Those are going to be the two biggest margins of victory this season. Is, okay. is the NFC South better than what I thought, Tone, or is this smoke and mirrors? Smoke and mirrors. 100% is smoke and mirrors. Because, again, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, looking at a, I'm looking at a Tampa Bay team who, in terms of the defense... They beat... They beat Minnesota, and I, if, if I'm not mistaken, isn't, isn't Kirk Cousins? I think he had. He, I think he lead the league in yards right now. He on pace that he's on pace today. If he keeps going at the rate that he's going, Tone, he's on pace to have the best single season yards in NFL history. On his pace, he on pace for six thousand yards this season, Tone. They held him to six. They held him to seventeen points. You know, you know what he did with all those yards? He lost. He did. Yeah. They, he did. They don't have a running game. Their so, running game is whack. Not a champion. But you lost the game, right? Which is true. All right, I I'll give you that. And then we saw what happened with Chicago. You already said that they're going to be garbage. You didn't even so have coordinator Chicago there. Like it was, Matt Eberflus was was running the defense. Like they had no idea what was going on here, guys. So now they got Philly coming in. Yeah, they got Philly cool. coming in. They, they they got Philly coming in on Monday night, and we've seen what Philly does. I think that they can tear apart that. I think they can tear apart. Tampa second secondary, excuse me. I think they can tear apart Tampa Bay secondary. Um, Justin Fields just looks not Justin Fields. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That, I, I apologize, though. Jalen Hurts just looks so much more advanced in that offense than he did last year. He looked like he was figuring it out today. He looks like he's figuring he's he's got it figured out even more. And with Devontae Smith, him going to him even more. That's that's just another dynamic in the offense that they didn't use as much last year that they're using now. So yeah. I think they handle, I think they handle Philly. There I think go. they handle Philly on, on Monday night. And then you got a division game against the Saints. You are right? correct. You, you got a division game against the Saints. But what you're telling me, Tone, is you telling me that at some point, exactly how the Cowboys are going to be the Cowboys, Butter is going to show itself. Listen, it'll come, yeah. Listen, listen, Baker, listen. May- Baker Mayfield is going to show up, is what you're telling me, Tom. I, I, I have to pull up their schedule because, because I can tell you it right now. I got it right here, Tom. They got Philly next week. Okay. Right? They got Philly next week. 
The week after that, they got the Saints. Then they got a bye. Then after that, they got Detroit coming in town. They got Atlanta coming in town. After that, they got to go to Buffalo. They got to go to Houston. So now that's one, two, three, four, five, six games. Of those six games, Tone, how many wins do we have? One. So they're losing to Philly. Are they going to lose to it? Are they going to lose to New Orleans? Yes. Okay, so they lose to New Orleans. They got a bye week. They got Detroit coming in. Do they beat Detroit? Nope. Lose to okay, Detroit. So they, lose to, they lose to Detroit. Atlanta is shockingly 2-0, which I'm really not that – I actually like this kid, Ritter. I liked him in college, Tone. He was really good at he was really good at Cincinnati, and they got a real good they got a really good running back system going on there. So they, okay, so they lose to Atlanta, so that's four losses. Yeah, then and they got to go. So you know the reason they're going to lose to Atlanta is because they're going to get blown up by that Lions offense, and they're going to see Atlanta coming in, and they're going to be looking ahead at man, we got a tough game against Buffalo and it's a trap Atlanta. game. So it's a trap game. game. Game okay. and beat them, and then okay. after they get stomped by the Bills, and everyone says this is the worst team in football. They'll win against the Texans and be like, oh, maybe they're not that bad. Just to mess with you. Just to mess with you. Mm. They go, but, then we, they, but then they're going to get right back on track because they got Tennessee coming into town Tennessee. after that. So. Yeah. How are they going to do against the 49ers after that? I think it's that they come out to the Bay and we stomp them. Yeah. Okay. Then I think that I, a road game at Indy. Yeah. The Panthers and I Falcons. Think they, I think they beat Indy. Okay. I think they beat, I think they beat Indy. I think they beat Carolina. Do you think so? They're going to get back to back wins again? Yeah, I, I think they beat Indy and I think they beat Carolina. Okay, so that's that's five. Mm-hmm. Then they got the Falcons again in Atlanta. I think they split with Atlanta. I don't think Atlanta sweeps them. Okay, so you got them at six. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they got the Packers, loss. Jags, loss. Saints, loss. And then if they sweep the Panthers. So you got them as a seven win team. <laughs> Generous. I do. That is, no. that is the worst, worst. <laughs> The worst possible scenario for any Tampa Bay fan is to be a seven or eight win team because all that does is take you, your draft. Yep. It's the worst possible thing for a team that has nothing. A <laughs> team that has nothing. We're moving forward with Baker, Tom. That's, what, that's, that's our quarterback. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now I want to do flip it the other way. Okay. So we, we called out the frauds. Now I want to talk about somebody who may be trailing now early, but there could be hope for them. So I'll read you all the O and two teams starting off with the Pats. And then we have the Bengals and we have the Texans, the Broncos, <laughs> the Chargers, the Vikings, the Bears, the Panthers, and last but not least, the Cardinals. Who pops out on that list, Fluent, for you? Who has the most hope? Do you know, before I tell you, do you know that what percentage of teams that start 0-2, or you could say the number, uh, or how many teams that have started 0-2 have made the playoffs? I think it's something like percent don't make the playoffs or something like that. 11% of teams that start 0-2 have made 11%. So mm-hmm. since 1990, 89%. 89%. Did you say make the playoffs or make this or the Super Bowl? Make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Just make the playoffs. Oh. Only 11% have made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, since 1990. So in however many years that is, 33 years, mm-hmm. I think it's like 30 out of 270 teams. Yep. So when I look at the Patriots, no. The Vikings, no. The Chargers, the Chargers are going to charge. They just do what they do. Just enough to lose. So, no. 
Yeah. Uh, the Panthers, no. The Texans, no. Uh, the Cardinals, no. The Bears, hell no. The Broncos, hell no. The only team left of the 0-2 is the Bengals. So right. it's 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 literally not just because I believe in the Bengals, although you know, if they were healthy and all that other stuff, I'd say yes. But of the other te- it's like the other teams are all have all eliminated themselves just because they're not good teams. The only bad 0-2 team, sorry, let me rephrase. The only good 0-2 team talent wise is the Chargers and the Bengals, mm-hmm. but we know what the Chargers do. So it's it's the Bengals by default. Uh, that they're they're probably have the best shot, but it might be none of them. What about it the might. Patriots, though, Tone? Uh, and I think about the Patriots, mm-hmm. and I think about what the, I think about what they're doing in that division and with the AFC East. It's tough, <clears throat> but think about who the Patriots have played. They played Philly, and <clears throat> that offense looks a lot different today than it did last season. They got a different offensive coordinator. Matt Jones looks a little more comfortable with that offense, a lot more comfortable with that offense. So. If anybody could turn it around and turn this into a eight, nine win season, I feel like it's the Patriots. Because I'm looking at that, I'm looking at that division in the AFC North. I'm looking at the AFC North. Yeah. Oh, at the AFC North. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at the AFC North, and I'm looking at with Baltimore, with Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. Even though Kenny, even though Kenny Pickett, he's got a lot of work to do. And I'm not ready to give up on him yet, but he does have a lot of work to do. They got a steep hill to climb, Tone. As good as Cincinnati is, Joe Burrow looks – he, he hasn't looked great. He has not looked great. And they got a really steep hill to climb in that division right now. So I'm not sold on on them just turning it around. Jay, I want to ask, too, uh, out of uh, – Josh Allen and, and uh, Joe Burrow are both kind of off to a rocky starts. And I'm hearing so much discussion about Josh Allen. Like, I love Josh Allen. I think mm-hmm. he showed – I mean, he has that somewhat of like the Jalen Hurts, like he can just do so much, um, you know, you know, have that running back aspect as well. Um, but he's got a great arm and, and the the team really sees him as a leader. So I'm wondering, Jay, do you do you think that's warranted the discussion that's coming, you know, around Josh Allen or who do you have more faith in, I guess, when it comes to those two quarterbacks? Probably Josh. And the reason why Josh Allen, because he shows so much promise on the one yeah. end, H, he looks like a quarterback who one week he'll look like the best quarterback in the league. And then there's, then there's times where he looked like he shouldn't even be starting. Yeah, Like they should have another quarterback because he'll make throws that are just mind boggling. Like what were you looking at as an off, as a quarterback, his ability to read defense. Sometimes it just looks average. So him on the other end of that, he looks fantastic. His ability to throw the long ball, his ability to evade defenses and keep extend plays. So if all the guys, Josh Allen is the one guy that I look at as a quarterback who he looks like he can, he looks like he's the one of all of them who can get it together the quickest. So, so let me ask you this for, for new England, for new England to make Mm -hmm. the playoffs. And that's what we're talking about. Right. All the teams that are Owen two have to be out. None of them can make it. And then three of these teams need to come out. So what three teams come out of the people that are ahead of new England? Miami, Baltimore, Jacksonville, the Raiders, Pittsburgh, the Jets, Kansas City, Buffalo, the Colts, Tennessee, and Cleveland. That's how many so teams, teams are ahead of them. So, 
So three teams got to come out. Three of those teams have to come out. Three, three. Okay, let, let's let's start with Tennessee. I, I'm going to start with Tennessee. I think I, Ryan Tannehill. I am off the Ryan Tannehill train. If they do anything in Tennessee, if they don't give the ball to, if they don't get a ball to Derrick Henry 30 times, they have no shot in it. Because if they're gonna if, if they're gonna throw the football all day, that's not gonna work. That's number well, one. I have no fantasy. So feel free to give them the ball thirty times. Right. Number yeah. number two, Tone. I can't even believe you brought the Jets up. Zach I, Wilson. I just said who's ahead of them. Right. Right. Zach. Wait, you're, Zach, you're Zach. out on them, Jay? You're done. On 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 the Jets? Yeah. You oh, absolutely. You shouldn't be. Mm. Absolutely, I am. I'm out absolutely on Zach, but I feel like just the, <laughs> for that the, reason right there. For that reason right I there. I guess that's he's yeah. gonna kill them. And but not because yeah. he's a bad quarterback, but man, because he ain't ready. He's if not. He, if he yeah. can just not, if he can just not lose them games. Yeah, I was gonna say defense, play that like Jimmy that G role. Run, yeah, just that defensive run team is solid. And don't, yeah, yeah. But, only but, but it'll get that, him in the playoffs. It will if they make. Only it. problem with that logic, H, is he does lose them games more than he'll win them games. Way yeah, more. Yeah. He's he's gonna lose way more games for them than he wins. Now, Tony, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Miami off the table because I think Miami is winning that division. I think yeah. they're the AFC. I think they're the class of the AFC East. So you told me I said Tennessee, I said the Jets, and there was another team. I'm just thinking about the divisions. So if, if I think about the divisions in the AFC East, Miami's gonna win that division. In the AFC right. South, I think Jacksonville's gonna win that they division. Have a, they have to be a wild card. Okay, yes. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're gonna. Well, Miami, Jacksonville, Kansas City. Yep. Miami, Kansas City is going to win the AFC West, and then you got the AFC, you got the AFC East, the AFC North. Who's going to win the AFC? Who's going to win the AFC North? I thought it was Cincinnati, but give me the Cleveland Browns. Even though I was about to say that, H, I, I, I really, I, <laughs> I don't I'm, care. I'm, I'm right not... there, H. I'm right there, H. I, I, I feel Did like he Cleveland. Fell apart. He fell apart. Cleveland or Baltimore? Part. I think Cleveland yeah. or Baltimore is going to win that division. Right, okay. I think Cleveland or Baltimore is going to win that Just division. Pick one. Just pick one. It doesn't matter. Okay, Baltimore is going to win that division. I'm going to go with Baltimore. And Cleveland's a wild, so then Cleveland's a wild card. Cleveland's Cleveland's yeah. going to be Cleveland's going to be the wild card out of, out of that division. So that's four yeah. teams. Now that leaves so now that leaves three teams. Two, two teams. Right. So so that, so that and now that leaves now that leaves two teams. Two teams. Who so is that? It. Who is that other team? Raiders, Pittsburgh, Jets, Buffalo, Colts, Tennessee. New England. Stop right there, Tone. You ain't even got to go any further. I already said Tennessee. Right? No, no, you already said pick two to win. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right, so I said Tennessee is out, and I said that uh, who did, who else did is I say Pittsburgh was out? I said the Jets. I said the Jets was out. Pittsburgh is out too. Pittsburgh, right? yeah. Pittsburgh is out too. What's it called? The Raiders are out too. Jimmy G's going to break down. Are those making the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. Yes, they'll I'm, make wait, it. Are those making the playoffs? Hold on now. So hold on. So so hear mm -hmm. me out. We'll simp we're gonna keep squeezing it down. So if okay. you got Jacksonville, Miami, Kansas City, and Cleveland winning their division, that's four teams on that. And mm -hmm. then you got Baltimore and Buffalo making it in as wild cards. That leaves one spot. one spot. That leaves one spot for these teams. Vegas out. Pittsburgh out. Jets out. Colts out. Tennessee, you already said was out. Out. Chargers. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Justin Herbert stand, so I, I know that's why I threw that one at you. Mm. And 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 Cincinnati. So basically, if all those other teams are out, which is questionable, so you got these three teams still have to win more games than Baltimore and sorry, Cincinnati and the Chargers. And the Chargers. Do you think they can win more games than the Chargers and Cincinnati? That would mean three teams at the AFC East going to the playoffs. And let's be clear, they're all 0-2 right now. 
So New England, right. Cincinnati, and the Chargers are all 0-2. You think they're going to win more games than those two guys? That would mean three teams. No. I don't. I don't. So. And I again, don't. that's assuming the other one, two. Well, well, well wait a minute, Tone, because six. the other six teams just drop off the face of the planet. Well, first of all, I'm thinking about the AFC East and how, how tough that division is. The fact that they got to play Miami another time. And by the way, two is, I think two are undefeated against Bill Belichick, by the way. Uh, so they still got to, they, they still got to play. They still got to play the, the Dolphins again. They still got to play the Jets twice. They still got to play Buffalo twice. Mm-hmm. So that's a tough division. That is a hell of a drug. I know yeah. it is. Absolutely. I don't know, Tony. I think they. I, I think the Patriots might. Now that I'm looking at that division, I, I, I think they I, might I, be out. Yeah. yeah. Even though the Chargers, the Chargers in the AFC West, even though the Chargers in the AFC West at the bottom of the AFC West, if you figure, Kansas City is the class of that division. I'm out on Denver. I am out on letting Russ cook, and I'm cool on Denver. Bye. I'm, I'm you good saw that hill mary though, Jay. That was That's insane. Great. And then the two point conversion, they couldn't get it. Hey, but... They was up three touchdowns. I don't want to hear it. They was I up know, three and touchdowns. they should. I know, you I know, up I know, three I know. touchdowns. You but, should not but he lose. He had it, Jay. You can't lie. He, he that he had a little bit of that magic. He cooked. Yeah, he did. And 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 that you know it wasn't all on him, but yeah, he always gets a brunt of it. But anyways, whatever. We'll we'll save that for another day. Um, mm. Double P. We'll get to your other one in a bit because it's actually right along with what we're gonna get into. But um, we'll start here. Selective stat, but in two starts, Shroud with one game has more uh, three hundred. Well, has more 300 more passing yards than Fields in 25 starts. Both bad situations. Fields isn't blameless. He is. He's not blameless. He's not not blameless, but he's also not that type of quarterback that's going to be throwing 300 plus yards per game. He's a quarterback more realistically that's going to throw for like two and a quarter and rush for 75, 80. Like that's his stat line, right? Like what you, what you expect from him is 225, a touchdown, 80 on the or 75 on the ground, a touchdown, and maybe an interception. It's not going to be spectacular. It's going to be one on the air, one on the ground, and one to the other team. Like that's mm. that's what he's going to give you. Um, so yeah, so th- that's true. Double P, those numbers are correct, but that's also not the expectation. Okay, mm-hmm. um, all right, you guys, I do have a Unless you guys have any more super chats for NFL, you can shoot them our way. But um, I'm going to ask you guys this question. And I'm, you know, we have Wemby starting this next NBA season. We're already seeing a ton of drama around that. Uh, but we have a lot of young players, and it's really starting to hit me how, you know, Jay, the LeBron's going to be gone soon. Steph's going to be gone soon. Like for me, it's just like you guys have been through this, right? But for me, this is like, of course, there are guys that have, like, but you know what I mean? Like this is like that mm-hmm. big those big guys up for me it's i'm trying to appreciate it but it does make me excited for the future yeah, you, you were born the year lebron came into the <laughs> no, no no but yeah there's four young guys um this was a question going around so i'm going to ask you and give me a picture of what you think for the future but uh which player would you rather build your franchise around chat you can answer as well here are the four guys Jalen brunson Ty- uh tyrese halliburton Cade cunningham and Paolo Banchero rank those guys for me on who who you love who are you loving? Um, mm. I have I, I, I'm I'm really digging Kay Cunningham. 
I think that him and Ivy, I think they're the backcourt of the future. I think that Detroit team's going to be really good with them two healthy. I think they're going to be a lot better than what they were this season. I think they're going to be fighting for a playing spot, to be honest with you. Halliburton, on the other hand, man, if I could build my unit around that kind of point guard, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I feel like in terms of health, I think that he could be I think he could be a franchise point guard. I think he could be a guy that could give me 65, 70 games on average, and I can build my unit around him. And he he seems to be a little bit more more poised. Um, and the other two, when I when, when I when I when I think about the other two, and I'm I'm, I'm Benchero Benchero when I watch him. Tony, he looks like a more athletic version of Antoine Walker when I watch him. I'm not sure I want to build my team around Antoine Walker. I think that Antoine Walker is a piece. I don't think Antoine Walker is a franchise player, and I don't think Bonchero is a franchise player more than he is a building block for a great team. Um, and lastly, man, I, I – I, Cade. It's between, to be honest with you, it's between Cade and Halliburton. Because it's not Brunson. Because it's not. I'm, it's I, Brunson I'm right not, I, I think that they, I think they got a value out of Brunson. Mm-hmm. I think they got a real value out of Brunson. But I feel like Cade, I think his upside, him and Halliburton, I feel like their upside is higher than Brunson's. And I think that I can build my unit around those guys more than I can around Jalen Brunson, who, by the way, it's fantastic. I I, I dig Jalen Brunson as a as yeah. a twenty five year old. I think he's fantastic. But if I'm building my unit, twenty seven years old. But if I'm building my unit, it's between it's between Halliburton and Kay Cunningham, and I may have to go with Kay Cunningham. Okay, I like it. Fluent. <laughs> so here's the thing. All four of them, because the way you ask the question is, I'm going to answer. Because you asked, who would you build around? And the answer is, I wouldn't, right. build, I wouldn't build around any of them. Um, but I have to, right? Because none of them are franchise players. None of them can be the number one on a uh, title contending team. None of them can be the number uh, one. Let me just replace Let me just say it again. None of them can be the number one on a title contending team. Okay. So that being said, because I think Banchero is actually the most talented of the bunch. Right. Um, but if he's your number one, I don't think you're you're competing for an NBA title. Jalen Brunson surprised the heck out of everybody, I think, because we all said, oh, my God, look how much the Knicks paid. They're nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, maybe they weren't nuts. He's kind of a steal now. Right. Um, Cade, Cade's got to mature a little bit more. And he's mm-hmm. young, so that's to be expected. So the reason I pick, and that's I kind of went th- – I'll, I'll give you the order in a sec. Right, no, let me go with the order. So I would go Brunson last. I would go Cade third um, because I just I don't know if he's going to take that step that I need him to take. And then I'll go and I'll go Benchero second because he's the most talented. But the number one is going to be Halliburton. And the reason I would, if I'm forced to build around someone, it's because what does the NBA have now? Like, like so many. We have a plethora of people who can score, right? Mm-hmm. Let me go back a second because you said the young guys and where the league is going. There were times when we were like, oh no, you know, Dr. J's getting old. What are we going to do? Right. And, and, and Kareem's getting old. Like, w- sorry, mm-hmm. Will and Russ are gone. In comes Kareem. Oh, phew. right. Oh, 
in comes Dr. J. I think Mitt, what did he come in? 76, 77. Right. Here comes from the ABA because we needed somebody. We can't just have Kareem. And we're like, oh, oh what are we going to do? Oh, Magic and oh, Magic and Bird. Thank goodness. Okay. They're mm-hmm. gone. Oh, hey, we got Jordan. We got Barkley. We got, okay, we got, oh, we got personalities. We got talent. We good. Then it's like, oh, Jordan's going to retire. What's happening? Oh, it's okay. We got Shaq. We got Kobe. Right. Then we got Tracy. We got Allen Iverson. Then James LeBron showed up. Mm-hmm. James yeah. shows up. I think the NBA is in the best situation it's ever been in because there's like 10 guys that you're like, there's no one face of the franchise, but there's 10 superstars um, yeah. in this league. And That's you know how I feel about throwing the word superstars around. Right? right? I don't like that. There's only normally been three or four. There might be 10. I might be exaggerating, but my point is mm-hmm. they're very good hands. So now to answer your question. So if I have a league that is super, super focused on shooting and scoring, what do I lack? Well, the thing I really, really lack is someone who's openly distributing to them and doesn't care if they score. They want to get everybody else the ball. Who are who are all those shooters and scorers going to want to play with? The guy that passes them the ball. So if I'm building a team, I know Halliburton is the one that can come in and I'm not going to have to worry about him saying, I need all the shots because Cades be jacking up shots. Brunson be jacking up shots. Brunson has no choice um, <laughs> to be jacking up shots. So, so that's what I, how, who I would build my team around because I think it would be easier to fill out a roster around him. Right. But even 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 if that's true, Tone, I still got a young guy in Cade who is productive, yeah, and yeah. on a bad and on and on a bad team that's getting better. So now you have your now you got your running mate in Ivy, which that's gonna make I think that's gonna make Cade better. I think that's gonna make Ivy better. I think that's gonna make Cade better as a distributor because now they're building it around him and he's gonna get. He's going to get Ivy more involved in the offense. He's going to get Jalen Duren more. He's going to get he's going to get Duren more involved in the offense. He's going to get Wiseman more involved in the offense. That that jacking up bad shots. Plus, he's got a really good coach in Monty Williams. So I think that's going to help him. Yeah, we might see a difference because of that. Absolutely. I, 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 now the question that we have with him, you know, he he got hurt last year. So is this a theme or is this just an aberration where this is not something that I expect long term? Because if it's not something that I expect long term, I look at Kate Cunningham like. I, I see him in the same mold with guys like Grant Hill. If he can stay healthy, that's the kind of player that I see him as in terms of being a league guard. Bigger, more athletic, better defender, and you could possibly build your unit around him to get to where you're trying to go. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of segue into our main topic, but there's – a lot going on with the NBA market with the CBA, you know, they're trying to implement a lot of, a lot of these new rules. And I understand it. I see where Adam Silver's trying to go, um, kind of clean some things up, bring some more views, uh, you know? And so more recently we know that they're going to kind of put a cap on how many games a player has to play in order to unlock some of these other achievements. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Nick nurse came out this week and he said, uh, that he plans to play more, uh, play. He plans to play uh, Joel Embiid more next season, and he said, "I think that we're looking as it may be added a little." <laughs> I think we're looking at it. Want to try that maybe, again. I know. Where H at? H, H, where you at? H. <laughs> okay, the hell I went to rewind. Okay, rewind button. Oh, I gotta collect my thoughts. But okay, from the top, he said, "I think we're looking as." at it maybe a little differently than people think we might be. We're trying to get him to play more games. So Jay, I'm kind of con- confused about this because um, last season, actually Joel 
ended up playing. He played 34, almost 35 minutes per game. And now mm-hmm. Nick Nurse is coming out and he's saying, I want to see him play more. And Philly's already, like, I understand where Nick Nurse is coming from, right? He's a new coach. He's trying to make an impact. He's trying to be confident. Uh, let him know what they're doing. But what's the deal with having him play? He's he even going to make it further than, you know, he typically does, which is usually a first or second round. Where, where are we think, going with that? I, I, I think that him playing is, I think him playing more is going to be good. And the reason why I feel like it's going to be good is because it's going to get him more acclimated to once the playoffs start. Now, he's been available from... From what I from what I've been told, and the numbers tell me, he Joel Embiid has been available, I believe, over eighty percent of the time. That's that, that's that's including the playoffs, Tone. He's been he's been available almost eighty percent of the time. The problem that we having with him is that he breaks down. Now, him breaking down tells me that he's got to do a better job in taking care of his body. Maybe two hundred eighty pounds is too heavy for him to be playing at. Maybe he needs to play at like two sixty. Maybe he needs to play at like 265. Maybe 280 is a little bit too heavy for him. That's why he's breaking down. Because last I checked, Joel Embiid ain't the first seven foot, 280 pound. I mean, Ewing played at 265. David Robinson played at 275. So the fact that you're a big guy, you can take better care of your body for the long haul. So I think that with Nick Nurse playing him more, with Nick Nurse playing him more, I think that that's going to keep him in better shape. He's going to come into camp. He should come into camp in better shape. But I feel like with Nick Nurse playing him more, that's going to keep him in better shape. Keeping him in better shape. Now we got a we got a better opportunity to go deep into the playoffs. I think Nick Nurse is going to use him more. I think he's going to use him in different situations and in different spaces as opposed to what Doc did. And I think that's going to help him. But more than anything, his conditioning is really going to be the difference in whether or not they go far. Because I think Nick Nurse is going to put him in position as a big guy. To, to be successful. What's that going to look like, Jay? What would that look like? How, how, what are we, what's the system? I mean, obviously defense will change and, and yeah. that'll be more of a priority, but what are they going to do? What can you have Joel Embiid do differently or surround him differently with to change the system? I think more than anything, him playing on the block and in the mid post. I think that with him playing on the block and him playing in the mid post, I think that that's going to expand his game. Cause we already know he can shoot the three. We already know he can handle the ball, but with him playing on the block and in the mid post, and being able to get to those spots and punish guys, I think that that expands that offense because what it does when he plays on the block and he plays in the mid post, that shrinks the defense. When you shrink in the defense, that gives guys like Tobias Harris, James Harden, Maxi, P.J. Tucker, that gives these guys more wide-open looks, and now that gives them, when they're knocking down shots, that gives Joel Embiid more one-on-one looks. Well, Joel Embiid, if he's going to be healthy, we could go to him more in the meat and potatoes of the game late in the season and in the playoffs because he's been prepared for that because he's been playing more. So, okay. Well, you don't. You agree? I, dis- I, I, I disagree wholeheartedly um, because putting him down in the block is going to put more wear and tear on his body, which he does not like. He does not like physical play. And we all know when you play that way, you get tired faster. Nick Nurse is notorious for overplaying. He's the new Tibbs of the NBA. Go look at the Raptors. Who had the, like, if you look the top 10 most minutes played, it was Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam. He killed his starters last season. Killed them. And it's one of the reasons he's not in Toronto anymore, is he plays them way too much when he does not have to. So now you're going to take a guy in Embiid who has never played a lot of games, like a lot, like a lot, a lot of games, a ton of minutes, and you're and you're saying, Coming off the season where he actually did play 35 minutes, played X amount of games. It was pretty good that last season. We were happy with yeah. Embiid. 
You're going to yeah. play him more. And not only are you going to play him more, you're going to put him in a position where he's got to bang and, and, and take abuse and get more wear and tear on his body. That's going to kill him. He is not going to be a fan. Trust me, Embiid's saying all the right things right now. He is not going to be a fan of Nick Nurse's come come all-star break. He's going to be like, I can't do it. And I, Tom, and I why why is that going to kill him though, Tom? Because we're talking about a big who's who's physically dominant over the majority of the bigs. And how many bigs do play physical, Tom? This is not 1995. Dave I, Robinson isn't I, around anymore. Yeah, Shaq ain't around no more. Ewing ain't around no more. So how many big guys are actually physical? When we when I say physical, he's still going to be down there. You're still getting bumped. Right. He just doesn't right. like that kind of play. Look at look at Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis should be a five. And why does he want to be a four? I don't want to play in the post. I think Embiid is very similar. He's not. He doesn't like that. So what I'm saying is the combination of being down there, even if it's one in every five nights, taking abuse in the post and playing more minutes. I'm telling you, Embiid is going to start the season as like second or third most minutes played, and that is going to kill him. I'm telling I'm, you, that's I'm, I'm and 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 I'll oh. see the, the reason why I don't see the problem with it is because again, that's that goes back to taking better care of your body. I play pro basketball, Tone. He can't because of his religion. There's certain times like where he can't eat from sunrise to sunset. Like there's just things that he just will not be able to do during the season. You remember how how Hakeem used to be during those times when he was Ramadan, right? During Ramadan. It didn't stop it didn't stop Elijah from taking care of his body though, Tone. It did he, not stop he was him. very yeah. different. He was skinny. He was different. And beat is not that. I'm I think Lajuan, I think Lajuan played at 260. If, if I'm not mistaken, Tone. I think Elijah played at 260. That's where I'm at with Joel and B. He's heavy down low. That's where he's heavy at. He's heavy in his lower extremities. That's where the injuries are. Maybe I need to take better care of my body. Maybe I could stand to lose another 10, 15 pounds. Maybe I should be playing at, at between 260 and 265. Maybe that's the weight that I should be playing at. Because if I'm going to get, if I'm not really going to get rough, like Cat doesn't want to play rough. And, uh, uh, who am I thinking about? I'm sorry. Rudy Gobert doesn't want to play rough. How many bigs in the league are well, going to want to play rough? Now, even, I got. Adams gonna, is going to bump with him. Right, uh, Steven Adams, but we only played him once. Him, even though he's right. not a center, he's going to put his body on him. Uh, right. Brooke Lopez is going to put a body on him. Uh, right. Jonas uh, Valanciunas is going to put – again, I'm not right. saying these Western guys are better. Guy. They're going to put their weight on him, and it's just right. it's going to get taxing you know, uh, every night in and out. Jokic is going to put his body on him. Western, so, another Western Conference guy, Tone. Another okay. Western Conference guy who I don't have to see that much. So, That's and in the East – and in, and, and in the East, we're talking about a guy in Brook Lopez who he plays a lot. He drags big guys out on the now perimeter. He's, now he's shooting threes. Now he's right. shooting. He, he, he drags guys out on the perimeter. So when you think about other 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 younger guys like Jalen Duren in Detroit, right, like Julius Randle, I don't really have to deal with him as much. Mitchell Robinson, I'm going to have to deal with him, sure. Toronto doesn't have really – Toronto doesn't have any big guys. They don't have a center yet. Right, Clint Capella, I got to deal with him. So I'm thinking about the big Bam Adebayo, guys like that that I'm going to have to deal with. That's why I get myself in shape where I can play at 260, 265. You're, you, I think 280 is too heavy. But you keep saying get in shape. I, have you seen him? Is he in, that's is the problem. He in that kind of that, shape? That's the million-dollar question right there. So, 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 so let's go with like the factual things we know. He's probably right. not going to be 265. He's probably 280, 285. He's going to be running up and down the court. He's going to be playing more minutes than he's ever played because that's what Embiid, uh, sorry, that's what Nurse does with his stars. Right. So I just, I don't think it's going to work out that Now, maybe to your point, maybe he gets in shape and da, 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 cool. But from what I've seen, from what I know of Nick Nurse, 
they they could be they could be in trouble. That's what I'm thinking, Tone. Like you just said it. Maybe I, I think that with the demand on playing more and Nick Nurse telling him he want, he's going to play him more, maybe that has also been part of the dynamic maybe coming up into the season. Yo, I'm going to play you more, so you got to get in better yeah. shape. You're, you're going to have to be in better shape because I'm going to play you. You you played 35 minutes. Them 35 minutes is going to look like 35 to 40 minutes this season coming up. I need you to be more of a defensive force this season. I need you to be a better rebounder. I need you to be a better rim protector this year. And that can't happen if you're not on the floor. That's the only way we're going to be better is if you're better defensively. So you're going to have to be better defensively, which means you got to get yourself in better shape. So at 270, at 280, 285, that's too heavy for you. I'm thinking you, I'm thinking, because Pat Rowley does it. They have incentives in their contract. They have weight restrictions. So a guy like Joe Embiid, if you know for a fact, yo, I'm going to have to play more minutes this year. That means I got to get myself in better shape. That means I got to lose some weight. I got to lose another 10, maybe 15 pounds to get down to 260 to 265. Because Joker did it. There's a reason why Joker ended up winning back-to-back league MVPs, Tone. He dropped 35 pounds. You saw how he got up and down the floor and became a better transition player. The same logic, the same logic is applied to Joel Embiid, a guy who now Nick Nurse is saying, yo, we're going to depend on you more. We're going to lean on you more. So you got to get yourself in better shape. Okay, I'm going to give you two sets of circumstances. One, Philadelphia ends up keeping James Harden next season, or at least some portion of next season, right? Maybe to the trade deadline. Um, the other circumstance is that some, you know, Harden doesn't play, he sits out, or he's traded or something. Um, where do you have them finishing in the playoffs or finishing in the regular season next season, Jay? We do not care. What, what seed? <laughs> Um, well, James Harden didn't say that he wouldn't play for Philly. He said he wouldn't play for an organization that has Daryl Morey. So he didn't 86. Did he get fired? Daryl Morey is still there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Daryl so, Morey is not going. So, but it's not just words or, or is that, you know, I think that James Harden, <laughs> I, I think it's empty to be honest with you. I think James, James Harden got $35 million on the table and he is not leaving that money on the table. I think, I think that he will be in camp. Like I said, in June, like I said, in July, mm-hmm. I think that let some time pass and we can smooth this thing over. And I think that they've let some time pass. And I think that they're going to let this thing smooth over to your, to your question. I could, I think Philly still is. I think they're the fourth seed. I think Cleveland jumps them this year. Okay. I think Philly's in a in a weird situation. Um, weird. In a weird situation because they're no they're, they're not better than they were last year. Um, they're bringing in a new coach, but I don't think he 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 is a coach that focuses on defense and effort and earning minutes. And they have a team that is not built around effort and defense and earning minutes. And so I think there's going to be a clash either from day one or very shortly after. So I could see Philadelphia really struggling, especially at the beginning of the season, to figure out who they are and who they want to be and if they're going to trust and listen to this coach. Um, But they're talented. But they also have this issue with James Harden. What Harden are we going to get? Because you're right. He's not going to leave $35 million on the table. But he might just show up. He might just come in and just shoot. Are we, we going to see the fat suit tone? He might come oh, in and be like, you don't want to trade? I'm not going to shoot. Are we going to see the fat yeah. suit tone? Yeah, I don't think I think I don't think it would be a suit. <laughs> yeah, the real deal. I, I think he, he could just be like, I'm getting paid as long as I show up. So I'm going to show up. 
And I'm I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because is there anything in, in, in your, in our history that makes us think James Harden's going to come in really motivated to succeed and be great? Or is it more, he's going to be a malcontent and he's going to cause issues. If I have to pick one, it's going to be the latter versus the former. So, so you have that situation with them. So I think you're looking at like a five, six seed and not because of talent, just because of like effort and want that I think they're going to lack. Um, they also can't, the other part of this is they got this whole, these 49 players, these 49 players that can't be load managed. I think the NBA did it wrong. Mm. I know the NBA did it wrong. And I think they did it wrong because this might actually help them. There are teams in their conference that have like three, four players. And others that only have one. And so so it's just it can I have you we gone through the list? No, we haven't gone through the list. I know it's like 35 players though. Yeah. 40, 49 players out of 500 ish in the league. Only this only affects 49 players. That's why I think it's dumb, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So Atlanta has uh Murray and Young. Right. Brooklyn, Ben Simmons. Wait, he's uh, on the list of players that aren't qualified? Why? Yeah, why be, he can't hey, be just so you know he made the all Why? NBA team and the only defensive team just three seasons ago eight. in yes, 2020 or yeah, yeah. The last yeah he three. did 20, 2021 so he was on the all league defensive oh, team dude, yes, he was. Was such, yeah, I, ah, I look at that i'm only on team two and she's did she handle it i don't so, think she can handle I, it I just, oh, boston yeah. the two you expect brown and yeah. Tatum, charlotte lamello ball this one's gonna blow your mind chicago derozan levine and vucevic Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I thought that would blow your mind. Cleveland, this one's also surprising. Jared Allen, Garland, and Donovan Mitchell also mm-hmm. have three. Uh Dallas, Luca and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Denver. Only only Jokic. That's it. Uh your Golden State Warriors. You ready for this one? Yeah. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Chris Paul, Andrew Wiggins. Oh. Four guys. Yeah. Four yeah, guys. yeah. Sounds about right. The Houston so that, means, so, so that means hold on, Tony. Are you telling me that with the Golden State Warriors, three of those three of those three of those four guys have to be on the floor? Correct. At minimum. Three every of those game. four guys have to be on the floor every, every night. Every game. Yes, every game. And maybe that's why they got Chris Paul, because they knew they're yeah, gonna if do something that. goes down, if someone goes down, yeah. yeah. Uh the Houston Rockets, Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> the Indiana Pacers, Halliburton. Mm-hmm. The Clippers, George and Kawhi. That should mm-hmm. be interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Lakers. really looking forward to that. Yeah, we got to talk about that after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, Davis and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Memphis, uh, Triple J and, and Morant, who's Morant's going to miss 25 games, so he shouldn't need to miss yeah. anymore. Does that um, even count? I don't know if that counts, Tone, because he's suspended for 25 no games. Idea. I have no idea. Uh, Miami Heat, Bam and Jimmy. And Buckets. And, and Dame. And Dame. <laughs> no, did no. Tyler Hero make the All Star team? Oh, am I going crazy? Oh, no, crazy. He, he made three point. Contest, yeah, he didn't. didn't okay, so he was in the three point contest. I, still, I, I think he. Uh, maybe I don't know if he was. The Bucks got Giannis, Holiday, and Middleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Minnesota. This is weird to me. Minnesota has mm-hmm. Mike Conley, Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert, and Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. <laughs> Such Mike a Colley, Mike, Mike Conley made the All Star. I think Mike Conley not this. Uh, did he make the All Star team last year? There's a couple last year. Yeah, last year or the year before. 
Last year or the year before last? Yeah. This one's going to blow your mind. This one's going to blow your mind. He's not allowed to load manage uh, in New Orleans. Zion. Wow. He made, the he made the All-Star team two years ago. That's right. He got to be on the floor. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's the, right. Knicks, the Knicks is just playoff Randall. Um, mm -hmm. OKC is uh, Shea. Yeah. Yep. Philadelphia is Embiid and James. Phoenix. I was actually surprised. Phoenix is Beal, Booker, and Durant. Mm -hmm. Trailblazers is Damian Lillard. Sacramento is Fox and Sabonis. Toronto is Siakam. And Utah, Lori Markinen. So they're, oh, yeah. they're the guys that can't... Uh... So I, found, I just I, I saw the list today and I, th I thought it was very interesting because yeah. you know, we come up with this big thing and it's 50 guys. 10% uh, of the league, I guess. There you go. Yeah, I mean... It we'll see we'll see these rules they try to implement and i don't know what kind of effect it's gonna have but, at but least of those 49 something. i'm sorry of those 49 there's the exemption for some of them right because mm -hmm. i think lebron gets an ex exemption because oh, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, age, yeah, 30, yeah. it's yeah. age 35 tone that's what it is it's age 35 if you're 35 years old you, you're exempt so yeah. that's so the 49 mm -hmm. but there's yes yeah. yeah, those guys are gonna have an exemption yeah so um, we'll we'll get into this because I know chat. You guys are anxious to talk about the Damian Lillard thing. Some of you have theories, um, so you can super chat if you have any ideas on that. But um, I've been hearing some whispers. I'm sure you guys have too. Uh, we saw and this is what I hate, right? The media, just like what they did with Justin Fields, the media will like take the tiniest little snippets, and they're really trying to get me to hate Dame. I'll never do it. I love Dame, but they're just taking all these little snippets and making him sound like he's the bad guy and that he has it out, and he's just this like bitter guy who only do what he wants to do and um you know I, i'm sure it's partially that's true and you know his agent has come out and cleaned some stuff up or uh you know switch some things around um i don't think dame's a bitter player but maybe there's a side we just don't know the dark uh, are, side. You, are you sure about that age? i don't know <laughs> that, that ain't really that maybe i'm biased I, 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 about stand, to say. <laughs> I stand with dame but no it, it does make the question like you know, we're real close to the NBA season. I think we're, what, like four and a half weeks away. Preseason is mm -hmm. going to start pretty soon. If you want to mesh with a team, yes, you have more time to do that. But it's better to get in before the start of the season. That's always the best way to go about it. And so what are we feeling with the Dame, Damian Lillard situation? Are the teams handling it well? Um, what can we expect over the next maybe week or so? Well, first and foremost, more than anything, I was not surprised that Dame wasn't moved. And I would not be surprised if he's not moved when the season starts. And I can't see Dame not playing, even though it's probably in Portland's best interest to not play him. But once the season starts, you can't trade anybody until December the 15th. So we're looking at almost two months. So if Damian Lillard is still on this roster, by the time the season starts, he won't get traded until the middle of December. I can't see Dame sitting out two months in addition to what happened last year. So if he's going to be on that roster, Dame is going to play. He didn't work all offseason to just now sit. Now, I think that it's great for a guy like Scoot. And the reason why I think it's great for a guy like Scoot is because who better to learn from than a guy like Damian Lillard? Who better to learn from and who better to get your game shot from than him? Because you're not going to see anybody like that in practice on the regular. We all know that when you are the vet and a team drafts a guy at your position, that means that your days are numbered. 
So a guy like Damian Lillard, when they get Scoot, it's obvious that they're moving in the direction of Scoot and Anthony Simons. These two guys are the future. And Dame is on his way out. But they haven't found a suitor for Dame yet because Dame only wants to play in Miami. And Miami recognizes that we only have to give you a bucket of extra crispy and a six-pack to hand them over. Meanwhile, Portland is like, no, we're not handing them over for a bucket of, si for a bucket of extra crispy and a six-pack. You got to do better than that. Which goes back to my original theory for Tony. Tony, what do we have to do now? Involve a third team. You got to get a third team involved now because it's not just going to work between the three of us. You can't handle the truth. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you guys. You got to get a third team involved. Even though Dame already said that, whoever he gets traded to, he's letting them know that, yo, I only want to play for the Miami Heat. That's fine. This whole thing could have been resolved had Dame not, had Dame not come out and said he wanted to play for the Miami Heat. If he would have done that behind closed doors, if he would have done that but to, if you guys can see, if you guys, if, if you can see yourself getting me to Miami, I think that would be great. But to come out publicly and say that now, you really strapped the Portland Trailblazers. But and but you make it really difficult for them. In the, and I agree with you, but in, and you would expect that, especially from somebody like Dame, who's typically more on the quieter end and just doesn't get into drama as much. But the thing is, in this day and age where you have to demand truly out loud on Twitter, make a huge fuss about it, just like. Harden and Kyrie and KD and all these guys that are constantly moving around. You have to do that in order to get what you want because he's giving up everything to go do something else. So he's not going to just well, go well, anywhere and he's earned that right. No, well, he, he Yes, he has. No, yes, he no, has. Yes, he no, has. No, he hasn't. Did he sign a contract? Yes, he did. In fact, not only did he sign a contract, on he signed an extension on that contract. Like, like let's put some more years on it. Yeah, but he didn't you just know, sign just, a contract. Just no. like what you said, Jay. They, they, you know that they're filling that role. You know that they're ready right. for him to get off. So, if, right. if that's the case, and they have to give him something as well, because otherwise, he you know, do you know why stay. they drafted? Do you know why they drafted his replacement? Because he's getting old and he's getting injured, and he isn't the same player he used to be. And they still got to pay him. And guess what? In the NBA, your contracts are guaranteed, which means you guarantee that you. Pay play period right. end of discussion right. so he better sit his ass down in portland and play or accept a trade to whatever damn team that they get the best deal from period end of discussion you you've signed that right away you're done so no and he hasn't earned the right to pick where he wants to go no he hasn't earned the right to not play no he hasn't he signed a contract fulfill your contract but other otherwise, players can get away with it. So the president isn't the same for every single bad guy. Otherwise, he is the bad guy that you don't want him to be. He is. This is why I want this to get out, H. He went and this made it public. I didn't want this to get out, H. This is why we could have handled this behind closed doors. We I agree. Once you, once, you, once you put it out there that you wanted to be traded, you could have put it out there that you, and that was the end of it. We're, we're moving. And let everybody else speculate on where you're going to go. You and I had this discussion behind closed doors. If you mm -hmm. can see it, if you can see it fit, I'd like to play for the Miami Heat. That'd be great. If you could work that out. Behind sure closed doors. Did. I'm sure he did, though, Jay. Or you, you know really what? think he, he just came out and decided to start. No, you know how long it took him to even start considering this. Like, this is a work in progress. Like, I know that you have, like, just the way Dame is, like, you know that he would never go back on his word unless something wasn't right. Yes. How well do you know Dame? I don't know, but I, I just from like his life, I think a person's like what they portray is louder than the words that come out of their mouth. And I think that oh, he's done a good job. I think that that's what we've seen from him. I think he has been loyal. And I'm sure there were conversations had with the front office that sucks with his. Okay, how about this? How about this? You really want to go to Miami? You really want to go to Miami? Okay, we're going to buy out your contract. 
you get none of that money mm-hmm. and you go sign in Miami for minimum. Is he a good enough guy to do that? Well, how you buy my contract out, Tone, and I don't get paid? That, yeah, that's not, that's like not that. the way that works. No, that's Tone, not, that's not absolutely. the way that works. If they agree to terms. If they agree to terms, they can buy out his contract. So he can say, give me a million dollars. I want to be free and clear of Portland. But you know why he's not going to do that? Because he wants I'm not leaving two hundred. I'm not leaving no. $200 million on the table. No, that. I'm not doing yeah. that. Exactly. So, so he signed the bid contract. He wants the big money. He wants them to honor that money or whatever team he goes to to honor that money. I but think he, he should stay. I think that's what the right thing would have been is you've signed a contract, you stay in Portland. But stay. they don't want him. So that I'm that's what I'm saying. It's not just saying him. I want to go. Say they didn't want him. You he think Portland, they, got, they got they got a high draft pick and whoa, we're gonna stay. Did they, hold on. Did they come up publicly and say we don't want Damian Lillard? We're no, gonna trade out. He was one who out. He was one who out. What do you think the conversations were behind the... the, I don't know what they were. I can't live on ifs. I'm living on facts that I know. What the media says? No. What Damian Lillard came out and said with his own mouth, which was, I want to trade. Did you hear that from the GM of Portland? No, I never hear anything except crap from the GM of Portland. There there you go. So who... who He doesn't say anything truthful. No, I'm telling you, I don't trust him. I don't know him, and no disrespect to him. I'm sure he's a fantastic guy, but right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just Tone, think we can't a go lot off more than that. DC. Wait a minute, no, though, Tone. We, we, no, for- Tone. No, what we're not doing, Tone, is we're not doing. But do you know him? That's all we do up here is speculate. That's all we do up here is project. Okay. So, Tone, we're not going to be able to go, yo, do you know him? But we're going off what Damian Lillard's history is. Damian Lillard's been in Portland for 11 years. And in the 11 years that he's been there, he signed contract after contract after contract and, and honored each of those. Right. And honored each right, He has and honored each of those contracts. In this As did they. Situation, in this particular situation, he signed an extension. But what he tried to do was he tried to do what Paul George did. He wanted his cake and tried to eat it too. Only except Portland said, no, we're not doing that. That you know part we're not doing. You know what Portland said to Miami? You know how much they, they, they said? Yeah. Empty. Empty it's the insane. tank. We want exactly. everything. We're not we doing want- that. No, that's yeah. ridiculous. And we're not what? doing it. No. But I think they're just no. trying to. I think they're trying to do what other teams haven't done with, with like Gobert. They don't want Damian Lillard, their franchise guy, to walk out the door for nothing. That's what Good. it's really going to come down to. More teams should do this yeah. because even I see in the chat people saying Dame earned himself a trade. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. You can't earn yourself a trade. The, the only way you earn yourself a trade is by playing terrible. And and they and they kick you out because you stink. You don't when you play well for a team, they pay you well. That's the trade-off. And then you and then at the end of your contract, then you can decide. I'm going somewhere else. KD. Everybody picks we I pick on KD for going to the wars, but you know what? He was a free agent, which means free to do what you want. LeBron James made the decision and he was free to do what he wanted. I don't hold that against them. I do say Paul George is a punk. For signing a contract of five seconds later, saying, "Oh, I want out because I want to go play with my buddy in Cali." That's no. not his. Uh, uh-uh. nope. That you're not putting that on him, Tom. It's the same reason why you're not putting the same reason, the same logic you got for Damian Lillard. That's the same logic you have for Paul George because the ownership could have told Paul George, "We just signed you to extension. We're gonna hold you to that. You keep your ass here. We're not trading you." So, yes, they should, so if yes. you're gonna hold Damian Lillard to that, you gotta hold Paul George to that too. Yeah, that's Absolutely what I'm saying. If told. the precedent is across the board, I agree with you, Fluent, and I hate that we've gotten so far away from players signing these contracts, which should you know necessitate loyalty, but that doesn't mean anything. A contract is just money at this point, or something to like a currency to trade with at this point. It isn't no H, no H. Well, that's what it actually, feels like. Actually, though. actually, contracts do mean something. The problem is that these owners don't enforce them. 
that's, that's why. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. So the I agree with do you. Not enforce they these should things. enforce them, but we're, nobody's enforcing them anymore. The or prob- not the everybody problem, is. To play, to play the other side for a second, the problem is if you try to enforce them, mm-hmm. then you have a disgruntled employee that it's just not worth it because right. with social media, with their importance on the court, that, you know what, it's just easier to just trade them and be done with it than deal with the issues. So I, I actually, like I said, I don't think Dame has any ill will towards the city of Portland. Mm-hmm. I think he just realized it's time for me to go because they've got guys that are coming in who are younger, you know, whatever. I think just keep them. Just keep them. Just keep them and say, hey, here's your role. We're paying you $50 million, whatever the hell we're paying you, to mentor these guys up. Yeah, I think we should. $47 million, I like it. $52 million, $58 million, $59 is $62 million. That's the amount of money. Oh, keep your ass right here. I guarantee you this. I'll tell you this right now. If the NBA put into the players, uh, into the, the CBA, if they put into the CBA, if a player demands a trade, he'll only get paid 50% of his contract. No one's demanding trades anymore. Yeah. Well, that's wait a minute, it, though, Tony. You can, you can demand to be traded. You have to have a, you have to have a timeline of when you, you can't sign a contract do. extension and then right after you yeah. right after you sign this contract, within a year, you're demanding you to be traded. I think you have to complete well, 75% no. of your contract or your stay no, or something. No, no, no. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've got it. Uh-oh. When you sign your contract or your extension, okay, mm-hmm. the point in which you demand the trade, however, whatever percentage that you've completed that contract... That's what you get. So if it's 50% mm. into it, and you only get 50%. If it's 85% of the way, then you get 85%. Never do that. Of course never. it wouldn't. But, that's, but here's the other thing. Here's Good the other idea. thing. Hold on. Because people are saying, what about the flip side? What about when you know teams sign a player and then trade them the next? Same thing. They get the hit. They get the hit if they trade them after a year after signing them to a three-year extension, barring injuries or whatever, there's got to be some kind of, you know. So if I'm only getting, if I'm only getting 50% of my contract, then that means that my contract is voided with the Oklahoma city thunder. And that means that the new team that I go to, I don't have a contract with them, which means I don't sign a contract or whatever. You get, you you only get 50% of what's remaining. So, so let's say you sign a $20 million contract, right. And you play fit and you play 50%. So now there's 10 million left and they trade you five. If you demand a trade. If you right. demand a trade, only if you demand a trade, like like what I, 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 I think that the timeline is 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 the, is the thing that's the most Understand. important. I do. Yeah, it, it's tough though. I mean, there's so many intricacies in every single contract, every single player's life, and all that. It's just I couldn't imagine writing up a, a contract. But well, let's be let's be real for a second. If yeah. Dame had gone to them and said what you said, hey, you know what? Love the direction that the team is going in. You're getting really young. You've got a bunch of good young guards. Mm-hmm. I've put in my time. It sucks that we couldn't make it work. I wanted to be here. It's time. You know, I think you agree and I agree. It's time for us to move on. Yes, it's time. For- I want to go to Miami. Uh, I'm not going to say anything publicly. Can you make it happen? Mm-hmm. Then my then Portland can go to Miami in a in a fair way and say, hey, just so you know. We might be willing to part with Dame. We're not sure because we'd like to have, keep him, mentor him. Um, you know, what do you think will make it work? Because you know, we think that's the right place place for him. Now they could, they probably would have had a deal done already. But the fact that it's been so public and that it's been, you know, Miami saying, "Well, we don't need to give anybody," and the media is to blame too. We're going to give you Tyler Hero uh, and a and a bag of balls. Well, no, f you. And then the media says, "Well, Portland wants everybody. They want 
Bam. They want Butler. They want Hero. They want Robinson. They want uh, Coach Spo. Uh, they want Pat Riley. They want his rings from his Laker days. Like they want. That's what they want. Uh, they want some palm trees, and that's what. That's what. Jordan Poole would still be on the Golden State Warriors' age if this thing didn't get out. It was a mold. That's what I was just going to say. Everybody wants their little bit of clout. So no matter what happened, whoever the person saying this to this person, it's going to get out. We live in an era. Information is everywhere. You can't keep anything under wraps. And it just wouldn't have worked. And I think he may have started that way. I just think we're assuming that he's the one who said, I'm going public, even if he had had conversations. I feel feel like they... and here's and here's where the, you'll like this part because this is where my the trust of I lack the trust for Portland. I think they said we're not trading you, like mm-hmm. if if you want you you know unless you make a big stink about it, and we know you're not that type of guy. And he went mm-hmm. really, yeah. And then he played a little LL oh, Cool J. I said, believe it. Oh, yeah, Portland's sketchy. I'm telling you. I mean, I love I love mm-hmm. them. I love the guys, but there's been some some sketchy sure. things. But uh, okay, we'll do some super chats, and then we have something to get into. Uh, Double P. In Philly, they say trust the process. I ooh, thank you, Flint. I say trust the script. Since he's not making the playoffs, zero and two, and Joe not one hundred percent. I'll admit my Browns aren't as secure. Top five defense, but we lost our engine. I'm still hurt. Yeah, I I, I still think that Kareem Hunt. I think he's going to bring value to that crew because I already know what you guys are defensively, and now that's going to put more onus on Deshaun Watson to make more plays as. As a as a top five quarterback, and I think yeah. he's going to remind us of that. So, I think he's going to remind us of that. So, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say that you never should have trusted the process because that was a major flop. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely go with trusting the script uh, because that seems to be more more accurate. That being said, I hope it's not Kareem Hunt. I hope it's Jerome Ford because I picked them up off waivers, um, and I'd like them to have at least one or two big games uh, in my flex position. Uh, I know that's going right over your head because you don't play fantasy, Joe. But um, yeah. I do not, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not worth it anymore. <laughs> like everyone's constantly injured. Um, but yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no. Hey, no one's no one's secure. It's still. You listen, we are we're reacting, but it's still week two. There's still 15 games. And we to already play. we already lost one entire season of the of the Je- Aaron Rodgers saga on the Jets. We've already lost Trayvon Diggs. We've lost uh, Chubb. Oh my god. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, but part of the part of the game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Double P. Though, um, in the first in a first twelve, who wins, Kyrie Irving or Gilbert Arenas? Street ball rules with alternating possessions after Irv, Irv, because because at least Irv will actually give you some effort on defense, and he'll try to get the ball back. Gilbert Arenas, he's got that drunk. Punch, drunk punch boxer logic. I think I could hit you more than I could stop you from hitting me. So no, <laughs> absolutely not. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I think it's I think it's Irv as well. I, uh, Kyrie one on one. I I wasn't a fan of Gilbert Arenas when he played. I wasn't a fan of Gilbert Arenas when he pulled out a gun. I'm definitely not a fan. Oh, hey, come here. Let me ask you. Let me ask. Uh, I definitely am not a fan of Gilbert Arenas and his like clickbait stuff that he says like just and people fall for it they're like i agree with him i'm like he's saying it purposely like wrong and you're agreeing with me. uh yeah, kyrie, he's irving, a... kyrie irving or gilbert arenas one-on-one first to 12 who wins kyrie what up nephew how was baseball practice nephew what up he had a good he had a, he had a good baseball practice mm-hmm. he's uh he made he made his rep team mm-hmm. um 
you know, he only started playing baseball uh, this summer. Um, oh, so, really? Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Oh, good for rep, him. Bas- rep, I got rep basketball and rep rep basketball and rep baseball to flip flop. I didn't know they play all yeah. damn season. We've been hearing this all summer, H. Hmm. Oh yeah, heard rumors in twenty four hours for a team trade with him. If oh, who's we, the four teams anyway? Yeah, we, 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 we've been hearing this all summer. Yeah, all summer we've been yeah. hearing. Let's, let's see oh. it. Let's see it. Like yeah. okay, yeah. what next but, week? Like next week? Next week? Here on Flu and Chill. I want you and you and me mm-hmm. to come up with your best, fairest four-team trade that gets him. Are we trying to get him to Miami? Yeah, yeah we are. Well, <laughs> well, that could be in it. If if you don't think it's Miami, add in a different team. Sure. But I like it. Yeah, we have to. So now, out. so in addition to it, in, in addition to my my theory of a third team tone, now we got to add a fourth team, you know like a third team, is, and enough. You know how hard it is to get. It's hard enough to make a trade with two GMs. You know how hard it is to get three and then four. That's why That's it's taken. So, so Tone, I'm, I, I want to give Tone, I, you got something that I want, right? And I want to give the, and, and I'm not really willing to talk with it. That you, no, I, you have, I have something you want, but I don't, you don't right. have anything that I want. But so H you- got something that I want, mm-hmm. right? H got something that I want, but she doesn't have something that you want, Tone. <laughs> but you so? got, but this ain't enough because now we got to get Ticket involved in this because right. Ticket got something. <laughs> Oh my God! How the hell are we gonna do this? So as long as I can give you what you want, you can give Haley what she wants. Haley can give Ticket what he wants. He can give me what I want. We good. We good. Yeah. How the hell are we gonna come to that agreement without somebody feeling like we? I'm getting jerked. Wait a yeah. minute. Yeah, it's it's Someone's, so likely. Someone is getting. I'm but getting I, jerked. I mean, hey, just, look, just looking at <laughs> looking at it like that. What really? What can Miami and Portland do that's gonna be beneficial for both? I don't think there is like a, that one thing. So, um, so I get it. Um. Although my Dame was in Miami over this last week, and I'll just say that. But double P. Yeah, he can. Go, listen, Jimmy Butler's uh, been up here in Toronto for the past two weeks. It doesn't mean he's coming to Toronto. That does not mean that he was in. He was working okay. at the U.S. Open. He was one of the ball boys at the U.S. Open. He going to play for the Knicks, Tone? Is that what he doing? Uh, what, what, what's happening? Play tennis. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> he was in New York. I know they've been. Uh, yeah, it's true. We just we're just milking the media. But double P in honor of Nas's birthday, I got two questions. Which of the two has the better case at being the goat? Uh, um, Attic goat album or MJ goat of the NBA? MJ go to the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> MJ go to the NBA. Even though Illmatic was a dope album, I think Take Care was better. I think Ready to Die was better. I think Life After Death was better. I can go on and on about a bunch of different albums that were better. Really? I only think it's one. I, 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 it's not. A, it, it's not. It's I'm not. When I say, I'm not saying yes, but a bunch. When I when I when I say a bunch tone, I mean if like I look at not if, if I, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. I can't say three or four players in NBA history are better than Jordan. I can't say that. There you go. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Good question, though. Fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, which of the two is more overhated? Kobe's time in LA, post Shaq, and pre Gasol, or was it written by Nas? <laughs> what is up with this? Because oh, it's, oh, it's his birthday. It's his birthday. How old is, how old is Nas? 50? I don't know. Let 50. me look. You just turned fifty. You just turned fifty oh, this big year. Time. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow. So he almost. I don't think. Yeah, we the same age. I'm just. I'm a couple of months older than Nas. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No, I, thought you, I thought you were 86. Isn't that what the chat keeps saying? 
Like Mars think Mars think oh, I'm older 86? than Greg Popovich. Yeah, Mars think I'm older than Greg Popovich. Older Mars, than which is which is nuts, by the way. Is that because you said he was white? Is that the problem? He does. I I I, I didn't say he was white. I, I did not say he was white. H. What I did say though was that there was some people that was sneaking in the slave quarters. So oh. he, I, I did say that. You need to go watch today's episode of so, the about an How did he respond? Oh, that's why he called you eighty. About a, mm-hmm. no, but about an hour in, I jump in to give uh, uh, a, a top ten, um, and it was um, uh, top ten things white be only only white people say. Yeah, and so one of them, I don't know why, but Jay was like, "Oh, you say that Mars," and just like I'm not white, <laughs> and that whole conversation <laughs> started. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's funny. That's because mm-hmm. Mars is English, though. He, yeah, that's so. It's funny. very proper. Very proper. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, um, right. okay. we Okay, which was more overhated? Uh, I yeah. think. Uh, what was it written? Was probably it was written. Excuse me, was probably more overhated. I, I didn't. Hate it was it. was dope. I thought that was a dope album. I didn't think that that was. I didn't think that was that was a whack album. Yeah, I well, think it was written was dope. People be hating on it. What can I tell you? Yeah. It was written was dope. Um, I I didn't hate even Kobe's. I, I, yeah, I but you're Kobe. Any. You're yeah, a Laker yeah. and Kobe fanatic, so I don't I don't understand I don't understand what the what 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 the hate was. I mean, don't get me wrong, Tone. There was some disappointment because him and Shaq broke up. There was definitely some disappointment in that. But the fact that he got with Gasol and they ended up winning yeah. the NBA championship. He's saying between Shaq and Gasol, when it was him and like Smush mm-hmm. and 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 Kwame and right. And Luke Walton, like yeah. there was, there were some bad days there, man. It was uh, Sasha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> Taking you back, what? Those were oh, bad, bad times. Yeah, the Mabinga, whatever. So. Okay, Mabinga. So NBA Central came out with this top ten wings in the NBA. So I'm gonna list them off. Chat, give us your input, and then I'm gonna. See what you guys think. Uh, we'll rearrange what, if we need to. Um, starting off at number 10 is DeMar DeRozan. Number 9, Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. 8, Mikhail Bridges. 7, Paul George. 6, Kawhi Leonard. 5, LeBron James. 4, Jimmy Buckets. 3, JT. 2, KD. And at number 1 is Giannis. What do you guys think of that? Um, I think they got the names right, <laughs> but just yeah. I think Jason Tatum's jumped KD. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Jason Tatum has jumped KD, and I think that he is arguably the best wing player in the game. Um, are we? Are we? And are we? Are we assuming all these guys are healthy? Yeah. Yeah. No, see, oh. that's the problem right there, Tone. That's the problem right there. And the reason why I'm having this, the, the reason why I'm having this problem is because we keep putting these guys on this list because of it's almost like a legacy thing, and we're holding these young guys back. H Tone and I are on it. Tone and I are competing for a spot. Mm-hmm. I'm better than Tone, but I ain't better than Tone by much, right? There's not that huge of a gap between us. In yeah. fact, the, the the gap is like this between me and Tone. The difference is Tone is a little bit more available than I am. Why should I go ahead of Tone? Because I'm, I'm quote unquote better at basketball than him. 
And over the last couple of years, I've been consistently breaking down. Why should I go ahead at home? Yeah. I shouldn't. Great point. I should not. And the fact that the fact that Kevin Durant is better at basketball, the fact that LeBron James is better at basketball or Kawhi Leonard is better at basketball, even though the gap is not that far between these guys and Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum is clearly more available, and he's improving every year, which he has. I'm putting them ahead of all of these dudes. Hmm. <laughs> tax is the legacy tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, like I, listen, Kawhi and Paul George went healthy. Sure, they probably belong yeah. there. If you're going to have them on this list, you probably put them at 9 and 10 saying, I hope that they're healthy. Yeah. Um, but I think Tatum over Durant, like I, I, I would go, yeah, they got the names right. I, I would move I would move Tatum up. I would move Butler up. I would move LeBron up. I would move Bridges up. I would move Ingram up. Um, there's got to be someone better than DeMar DeRozan. Um, but hey. He's an so, pro, Tom. I, you wouldn't take Pascal Siakam over DeMar DeRozan? Pascal Siakam. In fact, I was thinking take Brandon Ingram off the list, and, and that's 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 Siakam spot. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Siakam that's spot crazy, right there. I'm, I'm cool with that. So I'm cool we, with that. We got to talk about this. What what the heck is going on with the Clippers? What, like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm putting any stock whatsoever into them, but, like, so with these new rules and how it impacts the Clippers and they have one of the greatest, I think, benches in the league, but do we see them both finishing out the season as Clippers? And if they do, are they both gone? Like, what what does L.A. do with this, these, hey, this you, duo? Hey, you being that woman, hey, you being a woman, you know that guy that's really good looking and he has a lot of great attributes, but you can't really rely on him. Mm-hmm. Are you out on him or are you or are you, you going to stick with him? I'd be out. But and, and how long? And, and, and by the way, you were sticking with him for a long time, H, but mm-hmm. time and time again, he lets you down. Yeah. Great looking guy, right? Great looking guy. When he's around, he's fantastic. You guys have a lot of fun, but you can't rely on him. He comes around every once in a while. And when he does come around, every once in a while, he's he's all, he's, he's available when he's available. Yeah. Are you out on this dude or are you hanging out with him? Uh, Nothing long-term. I'd, I'd be out. I'd be like, see I'm it. out. That's, Jay- why I, that, that's where I'm at with the Clippers. I'm out. <laughs> Jay's, yeah. I'm out. Jay's thinking about Scotty and Harvey Specter right now. Um, I'm only on season three. That's why. So don't say nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No spoilers. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) I still can't understand. But they've already, the thing is, they've already been in the relationship for so long and they've, they have put that trust in. It's harder to leave the longer you stay. Right. The longer you stay, the harder it is to leave. So are they going to just wait it out with those two? They have to. Yeah. Because they're building a new stadium. And if they don't get the downside, if they don't get an opportunity to bring in, star mm-hmm. potential or something to sell the fans they're in trouble because you can't build this you know five billion dollar stadium and then you move on from two california guys right. um in george and Kawhi, and then and then they're terrible well you're already the second you know you're already the side chick in la yeah. You really are. I mean, you if, we go, are. if we're being honest, if, like, if we're being honest, you're, you're the side chick, side chick. Yeah, I'm if you're being honest, let's, yeah. let's keep it yeah. above. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that as a Laker fan. That's just 
right? Like, no, that's not being a Laker fan. That's no, a fact. That's, they're you're at the, the bottom chick. of the four, in my opinion. Yeah, you're the side chick. If, if, if we got a bunch of things going on in Los Angeles, I get to go to a concert. I get to go to a football game. I get to go to a Laker game. I get to go to right. a Clipper game. There's so many things. Where am I going? So just in basketball, they're the yeah. second team in L.A., right? That's why I keep saying they should be the Buffalo Braves or the, you know, they should have gone back to San Diego. But no, they want to stay in L.A., no problem. Inglewood. Mm-hmm. Wood. Um, mm-hmm. So now if you're not good and no one goes there, now you're in, now just imagine you built this stadium and it's empty. No, that can't happen. Yo. But can't it's happen. L.A. It's just rich people, rich techies that'll be there, Philip. They won't be real no, fans. That's but not they'll LA. fill up that's, the... not, that's, that's not in, that's not. Or I'm thinking the Bay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're thinking, but the, yeah. thinking North. But, but I agree. Um, I think that would be a you don't want a ghost town of a stadium, listen, right? Even when L.A. Which it would be. Which yeah. it would be, by the Lakers, way. Even when the Lakers are bad, you can get seats pretty easy. They're, you know, it's not as bad as Miami when they stink like nobody goes or Atlanta. Like, but it's still like if you're the Lakers and you're bad, you still get, you know, pre- a pretty good draw. If you're the Clippers and you're bad, just go back and look. It doesn't, it's not that far in the history of the Clippers. When they're bad, no one goes. So again, there's nothing worse than a brand new stadium that's empty. Just so yeah. you know, H, my buddy, remember the guy we had on, Terry, my man? Yeah, 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 yeah. 97, they had the lowest attendance in NBA history. I think they 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 had a game one night. They had 5,000 people there. And I was there at that game. Like, Just think nobody about, was going to clip a game. 5,000 people. 5,000 people. Wilt's 90-point game that they bumped up to 100 um, had about <laughs> the same amount of people at it in 1962. <laughs> it's all. You're going to care. Top ten, top ten reasons Will did not score hundred coming soon, oh coming God. soon to its fluent. That's a, that'll be a good show, but yeah, no, it, it's it's a good point, I guess. I just don't, I don't know what to expect from them, and it's sad because both guys are so they the draw they can have when they're healthy is spectacular, but when they're you know just they're not and even gonna have a fan base by the time they get the stadium. It'll be they'll all be gone. If <laughs> they're healthy, if they're healthy, this. This is one of the the best one two like you could argue the best one two punch in the NBA. I don't think Jason the- Tatum are, and Jalen Brown are who Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were supposed to be. That's who those guys are. But I, I would suggest healthy. Those two are better. Yeah, absolutely. But at minimum, <laughs> that's who these guys were competing for NBA championships in the NBA championship in the Western Conference championship, competing to get, to be competing for the NBA championship every year. The fact that they've only been to the Western Conference Finals one time with only one of these guys being healthy is a testament to what type of crew this is. Yeah. So that's 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 the issue there for sure. Right. So they're so, gonna, are they going to be there? It depends. Like is a team going to give them the draft picks and the young talent that you know, they require to rebuild quickly for that new stadium. And I don't know when the no. stadium will be built. Like, these guys might be 40 by the time. Like, like I don't no, know. No, 25. The 24-25 next season, Tom. Oh, the 24-25 season. They're opening up the season. Now, how are we opening up the season? Are we opening up the season and we're rolling out Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard and oh, Paul George? Or, or, or are we starting over? But that's see, that's okay. All those guys are from Cali. Like it might not be a bad thing, but Kawhi Leonard might be re- it might be his retirement party. By then, who knows? Like those knees are just like just deteriorating by the think, second. Yeah. I think he's thirty two. I, I think Leonard is thirty two going yeah, into this season. Thirty or eighty seven. Yeah. I told you, Tony. I think he's out the yeah. league in two years. I do. Oh. I'll, no, I don't I think, think his body, and not because he's not because he's whack or his game is going to suffer. I don't think his body's going to hold up. I don't. 
That's too bad. I don't think his I don't think his body's gonna hold up. Nope. This is so frustrating because he's yeah. He's so high. I felt like he has so much more to give, but yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, yeah, and I like. I mean, not to not to bring attention to myself or anything. Um, but <laughs> I will say this. Um, you know, we we got a little memo last week that Dwight Howard was working out for the Warriors okay or he was going to and he did yesterday and it sounds like now the vets have signed off on it the front office has kind of been like we we yep stamp of approval we, we're 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 feeling it so now it's kind of in those last moments of what do we do and where do we go from here so mm-hmm. do you guys like it and does that change the Warriors contendership <laughs> what is the value that a 38-year-old Dwight Howard is going to bring to the Golden State Warriors? Can he still rebound? Can yes. he still speed the game up yes. with, with his rim protection, with his rebounding? Because that's what they're going to need, yeah. right? They're going to need a guy to compliment, right? They're going to need a guy to compliment or to, or to play behind Looney. They're going to need that guy to come in, give them give them a guy who can, who can rim protect. Give them a guy who can not just rim protect, rebound. They don't need a guy who's going to be asking for the basketball on the block, and when he doesn't get the ball, he's going to complain. That guy is not needed. So the question is: is what is, what kind of value does Dwight Howard bring? If he brings, if, if if he just adds to what Looney does, yes, I think he could help you guys because his ability to his ability to play in the mid range and in the mid post, which is what the NBA big does today, he's never been able to do that. Can he still guard? Can he still defend? At a high level, because in order for the Golden State Warriors to go far, that's going to have to happen with a guy like Dwight Howard. Okay. I can't wait in a few years when they redo the top 75 list and everyone knocks Curry and says, well, look at Curry. He had Dwight, CP3, Green, Clay, five top 75 players in their lineup. (laughs) Uh, But that being said, listen, it depends which Dwight you get. If you get Dwight, who, uh, you know, silly Dwight who just wants to make jokes and takes nothing seriously, no, mm-hmm. he's going to be a disaster. If you get Dwight who thinks he's Superman um, and wants to, like, actually, you know, start and do things on that team, you're in trouble. If you get Los Angeles Lakers second time around with LeBron where he just, you know, rim runner, shot blocker, rebounder, energy mm-hmm. guy, put a body into Jokic every once in a while, mm-hmm. you're going to be okay. Yeah. I don't know which- I don't know which one you're going to get because I see them in uh, Shanghai. They're jacking up, you know, they're having a three-point contest. So if he thinks he's going to come and do that in the NBA, he, he's not going to. He's going to be released as quickly as he gets signed. So yeah. it depends. Can he add value Maybe. even at 38? Of course he can. He's in great shape. And Jay just told us for five minutes that this NBA is not as physical as it used to be. So no, it's not. 38 guy who's in great shape who can run and jump and do all that stuff. Yeah, why wouldn't you be able to help? Help, right? He's gonna come off the bench. He's gonna play mm-hmm. 15 minutes. I think it's fine. I think the thing is though with Golden State, like yes, that was how Dwight was with the Lakers, right? And we've seen in 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 coming where he's in Shanghai or Taiwan or wherever he's coming from now. He's you know, in he, Taiwan. I think that's it was. what I thought. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he's coming off a a taste of yes, a different league. I'm not saying it's easy, but maybe he it's been very obvious he wants to come back. He's been in the media more than I've ever seen him trying to get guys over there. Like he misses it. And so I wonder if you're surrounded with literally Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond, there could be some issues and incidents, but championship caliber players and a championship caliber coach. I just wonder if, you know, 
having a small role, but a role that can matter in so many areas. And you're going to be on highlights. You're going to get media attention. It's Golden State. I just wonder if he would kind of buckle down and, and fill that role to the fullest. But Hey, Henry, and- really quickly. Henry, Henry Durth. That's your name, Durth. Henry, do you know the story behind my one-on-one encounter with Kobe Bryant? I, I, but before I go into it, I, I, I want to know if you know the story behind what? it, because you because you just said that I dropped not, that I dropped not that I dropped nine points on him. Like, do you know the story behind that? Because I don't because I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to explain it. If you don't, I don't want to explain it if you already know the story, because it would be redundant for me to do that. But if you don't know the story, I'll explain it to you because you I, I think I, I think you misunderstand what the story is. But anyway, H, like you were saying. I, yeah. I, I saw nothing but a nice a nice uh, chat from Henry where he said if you can drop 40 in Taiwan 20 in the NBA. Well, he said he said that I uh he said that I dropped nine points on Yeah, Kobe it's about that. But mm-hmm. um he said I know Kobe has the second most all defensive teams and locked up every star since 2000. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Um so yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know if he meant it as anything. Oh. I think it was more like I you oh. dropped No, he does. No, 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 he does cuz cuz he cuz he cuz he, he, he had a super, yeah, cuz he had a super chat earlier today that oh. it didn't get read and oh. I, I I don't I don't think he knows exactly what I don't think he knows exactly what uh All right, so tell, what, tell, Well, before you tell the story, uh, because yeah, I I, don't I do know. Because we let's finish with that because I, I do yeah. like that story. Uh, real quick, you guys though. Um, speaking of the dubs. Speaking of the dubs, I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, we actually have a new show called Gold Blooded coming out. It's gonna be on Sunday at noon to two. I think noon to two uh, Pacific time. So definitely come through with that. It's going to be me gifted and KB. Of course, we're going to have on guests um, mm-hmm. and probably ha- have some guests. He- hopefully in the future, I'm sure these two will be on if they'll, if they want to. Um, always a little on, drama. I will come through and check it out though. Yes, I will. Um, so yeah, definitely come through, follow them on their mm-hmm. socials as well. And it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, so Henry's not getting back to us. So we'll see you. But Jay, so Henry, so Henry, just so we clear, yeah. no, he did, no, he didn't since 2000. Just so you know, in the 99-2000 season, that was the year that uh, they won the NBA championship. You said in 2000, Allen Houston put 51 on him that year, and don't leave out who Gilbert Arenas put 60 on him. So he didn't lock everybody up, right? That's everybody, number one. Everybody has a good game, absolutely. Right. He, so he didn't lock everybody up. That's number one. Number two, you talk about him being an All League defender. When I went up against him. This was in 1997, and he was a 19-year-old kid who nobody knew about. Nobody really paid much attention to him like that. So he wasn't the all-league defender that you know today. He wasn't the the, the shot, but he wasn't any of those things. He was just a kid right out of high school who really didn't play much his rook season that I went up against in the summer going into his second year. So... I just want to make sure that we clear on that. I wasn't playing one-on-one with year eight or year 10 Kobe Bryant, who was an all-league defender at that point. No, that's not and, what and happened. Listen, I'm not, I'm not knocking your skills, but let's be. Let's also continue the story, right? He he was feeling you out that first game. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're playing... Which in I a, didn't know. Yeah. Which I did not know. You didn't... Yeah. What mm-hmm. happened in the second game? I got smoked. I so, got straight smoked. As anyone would have. <laughs> that's right. But that, that's my point. Like I've played, uh, you know, I'm, I've always said this. I'm not a one-on-one player. I my mm-hmm. 
you know, my success was my my high IQ and my ability to play team ball and to knock down mm-hmm. shots. Um, but there were, there were times when, hey, I just got hot and I would beat someone better than me mm-hmm. in one on one, or at least keep pace with them because, hey, I was just knocking down every time I got the ball went in. Um, and so I, you know, I, I always tell, I don't ever tell the stories, but. At the University of Kentucky, I got to play with a lot of guys who would come back who graduated. Safety, and we get to play right. Whoa. Safety, five, five. Wait, three. Am I like way behind? Yeah, it should be. I thought that was a safety. It's three, three. It's three, yeah, three. Yeah. Um, no, I thought that was a safety. And the, and the point is, you play one on one. Like just because what's it? What's the guy that used to smoke LeBron all the time in one on one? Michael Beasley. I'm Michael your Beasley. I'm your favorite player's favorite player. Right, like. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> you know those those types of certain players just have a certain ability um and you know and like you said 19 19 year old kobe was very different than 24 year old kobe was very different, from, different. Very, like you know so the very fact different. that someone's making a deal yeah. about it, i think is weird but whatever and henry said i'm not trying to hate but kobe was a demon so kobe yeah, was not, a demon. Absolutely. Got a little clear listen man i played against i played against him and i thought to myself if this is what the nba looks like i don't have a chance there you <laughs> I but don't. he was the best of the best, Jay. You and I, I don't know that. And again, H, I'm right out of college, yeah. right? I'm, I'm right out of college. I had just right. been out of college a year, and I'm going up against this kid that's 19 oh, yeah. years old. And I'm thinking to myself, after I go up against him, if this is what the NBA looks like, I don't <laughs> have a chance. I'm Listen, like, holy like shit. Here, I'll tell you, right. I'm like, if this is the league, I don't yeah. have a chance against none of these story. dudes. I'll tell you a story. So I'm at, I'm at I've said this, I was at, I'm at a summer camp at, at, at Kentucky. And it's me, I want to say three other high school guys. Um, and then one, uh, I want to say it was like Rex Chapman or something, uh, who was at uh, University of Kentucky. And we're playing up against a team of like mostly NBA players who had graduated from Kentucky, like Kenny Walker and, and that kind of generation of players. And in the first kind of we're playing, I want to say we're playing two eight minute halves, right? The first half, we're up seven. The second half, four minutes in, we're up five. And we start like, we're gonna win this game. Oh, you're feeling two, yourself. Two, two, yeah, two minutes left. We're like, this is it. These are NBA guys. Mm. we're ready we're ready for the league with two minutes left we're up five we lost by 15 <laughs> because the second they just said okay now and that's when we realized oh we got some work to do like yeah. that's the thing and that's why i see like you scoring when you told me the story you know it was 11 9 you can stand up honey i got i got mini magic and and, and uh, hello dear mini hello magic. dear i hear hold on they can't hear you no they, they they can hear you now so let me just finish the story so um so that's the kind of thing like him feeling you out and being like okay it's 11 9 the first game and then 11 0 the second like that's not not a surprise because that's what and you know this this is what professional players do is they feel you out like that's why you see so many teams it's like have you ever noticed games in the nba they're tied at half and then by the end of the game the the better team wins by 20 they're they're feeling you out yeah and this young fella just so you know I don't know if you know this. I don't know if your father told you this, but your mission in life is to aggravate your sister. That is your job. 100%. Does he aggravate you? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. That's my job you as go. your little that's my job as your little brother to get Good night, on boy. your nerves. Good night. Good night. Oh, go to bed. You got school in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> well, they don't. Oh, no school. Oh, they tomorrow. don't. Okay, no they got a P- holiday. Got a, got a, yeah, no, not a, no, just a, a PA day. I don't know what, what they call it uh-huh. in the state. Just oh, a, like. Just yeah, whatever. 
So to 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 answer your question, because you had you had yeah. he, he had he had sent this super chat earlier about the fact that you know James, I mean um, Bryant was an all league defender. I'm like, I wasn't going against that guy. No, I didn't see that guy. I saw the kid, and at that time, me coming out of college, I'm not thinking about a 19-year-old kid. I'm not thinking about that. I'm like, yo, I can handle myself against a 19-year-old kid who just came out of college. Are you kidding me? Only to find out that... You're 21, 22 at the time, too, so you're older. I was twenty. I was 23 years old. So I'm thinking, give me a break. Man, I can go up against this dude. I'm 20... Yeah, give me a break. That's crazy. But it's also like... I mean, a lot of people talk about Kobe and, like, even what he meant to people, you know, from afar, like, what we got to see. But actually getting to say, like, I played against him, I got to, like, know, you know, talk to him a little. Like, that's, that's like, really special. So, Henry, you got to he admit, you got to be a little jealous. Yeah, he, did t- <laughs> he did tell me that I was nice, though. I I, 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 I did hold on to that. He's like, you can play. But, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll end it with this. I'll end it with this. You yep. ask any player, anyone who plays ball at any, like, level, okay, not just you know, like actually plays ball, they all think they can. They're they can beat, you know, the next person. Like that. Yeah. That's part of your it DNA. Has it has to be, or you're not going to be successful. Like didn't Dame Lillard just came out at one point, and 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 I think he had said he was better than Steph, and everyone laughed. He's he the best point guard in the game. He said that. If he doesn't think that, no, 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 you make up your face. But if he doesn't think that, he should retire. You yeah. have to think that way, right? And it's like. Because if you don't, you're not going to be that great. So, so you know, coming out of college, playing against a guy that's two, three years younger, you expect to beat him. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to have that confidence to match, but yeah. that's also cap. Angie, what's up? Uh, thoughts on Deshaun's punishment from Monday play? Yeah, we kind of touched on it, but <laughs> yeah. thoughts, you guys. Uh, what, did, what, what exactly happened with, with them, by the way? Hold on. Thoughts on Deshaun's punishment? Yeah, what 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 happened with that? I I, oh, I don't remember exactly. Oh, for the face for he yeah, he kept holding the their face. Yeah, the, he kept getting the it calls. Was, it, it was it was something like that. I oh, I don't know exactly what happened. So are you asking five? what you think the punishment is? I I didn't hear what the punishment was. Is is what it? Me neither. Okay. Wait, did somebody get ejected yesterday? Uh... Angie, Angie, got to tell us because I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Follow. Up. I didn't I didn't hear about the punishment. I can't comment on. If it's fair or not, if that's the question. Yeah, just give us follow up. Um, Aramis, what's good, family? Hope y'all are having a good one. Thank you we so are. much. Good to see you, brother. No doubt. Go Pels. Go Pels. Um, yeah, we'll H, it. I told H, I told you uh-huh. we in the second quarter. It's three three. I don't like oh, what no. I'm seeing right now. Trap I told game. you. Mm-hmm. It's trap a game. trap game. I told you. We looking oh. kind of corny right now. We yeah. are we looking real a- corny. I think he hit an official. Did I miss that? Wait, I I definitely missed that. Was it like he was on when, like, once they lost uh, uh, Nick Chubb, um, he was on when that second half, and I get it. Like, the pressure definitely got to him. I I still really like the Browns, but he was doing a lot of just stupid plays, face masks, just penalty after penalty. And I know he's trying to get it done on his, you know, on his on his own, but. I don't know. I feel like he just didn't learn. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Listen, listen Mr. Um, doesn't necessarily always make the best, the wisest decisions. Um, so what up? What up? It does get a little tricky. Sebastian, just so you know, you will never get me on the Cowboys train. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. You will never get me to say anything good about the Cowboys ever. 
I'm sorry. It, Actually, it, I'm not, I'm not sorry. No, I'm not. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not sorry. You will never get. I, I don't care when, whenever. So whenever you come up here and you talk about the Cowboys, you could talk about them all day. Stop directing your questions toward me and stop, stop sending your statements toward me. I do not care. I could not care less about the Dallas Cowboys. I couldn't. And you're not going to ever get me to say anything good about the Cowboys. Period. <laughs> never. Excellent. You will not. Yeah. It's just some fan base. Yeah, like they're just, you gotta chill. And if you have awareness that your fan base is ass, yeah. like you gotta, you should probably try oh, to add the, the opposite of it. They're but you worse, guys, H. yeah, you guys gotta chill. Uh, but they're the worst. Well, let me they jump in. Let me jump in here for for Angie Carr. Yes. Um, so it, what I just read is that Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will not be punished for contact with an official. That's Good. surprising. Hmm. Official is. Yeah. Wait, Jay, what just happened here? Is this good? I didn't see this play. Um, you guys in the chat, drop you got tonight. Do you have Giants kind of sneaking in and stealing this game? Or are you taking Niners? Oh, 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 there we go. Um, Cowboys or L's go Cowboys. Yeah, it's mixed mixed decisions, but that's a good throw. He's that that's a good yeah. throw. That. That's a good throw. He gotta catch hey, that. That's hey, hey, 49er fans, can you keep it together for three minutes? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Tom. Uh, I apologize. We, just, we it's, it's just that we're looking corny right now. We're Real corny. Right now, you Let know me know. <laughs> if you don't finish... No, I don't know the fair. My team stinks. Um, if you don't <laughs> show off strong, it's bad juju and they're going to lose. So finish yes, it is. Yeah, 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 100% it is. I'm and, good. And, 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 and Debo, just, Debo just got us a first down. So come on, boys. There Let's go. Uh, come on, boys. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, the 49ers, it, 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 I, I have trust in No, them, but... Sebastian, I will never stop hating on the Cowboys. You guys are the worst fan base. The reason why I don't, like, I don't like the Cowboys, not because of their team, not because of their team. It's because of people like you. Your fan base is the worst fan base in sports. It's there true. is no fan base in sports worse yeah. than the Dallas Cowboys. You guys make people hate the Cowboys. It's because of you. It's not because of the team and the way you guys perform, but it's because of you. And fans like you, you keep trying to push your Dallas Cowboy propaganda on us. I can't stand the Cowboys. And I will not, I repeat, I will not get on the Cowboys train. No matter what you say or what you try to do, I'm out on the Cowboys. Because I, I know you guys. I, I, hope the, I hope the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year. Um, my, new, uh, <laughs> my new soundboard, my new soundboard sound will be uh, Elsa screaming and let it go. Um, there you go. Respectfully, H, screw both teams, go packs. But if I had to pick 49ers, because Trent will blow a gasket if the Giants lose again, he's gonna flip uh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah he's gonna flip out. He's definitely gonna flip, no question about that. And uh, I'm feeling tone the cow, not the Cowboys. I'm sorry, tone the pack. I think they got something with this kid, Jordan Love, man. I think they wanted something with him. And I know that you don't want to hear it, I know you hate it being a Bears guy and in the yeah. NFC North. I think they onto something with this kid, and I think that the way that the way that they handled him, I think it's the correct way. I think they onto something. That's what they always do. Listen, but I'm I'm not I'm not concerned with the Packers, and I'll and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, because for the last thirty years, they have had two of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football, both yeah. probably top ten in everybody's list, and they were able to get two Super Bowls out of it in those thirty years. That is a colossal, colossal failure. So all I'm worried about is, hey, Bears, figure it out. Get your new stadium. 
with grass that's even just so you know if you've ever walked on on soldier field it goes like this it is the worst field in the history of football fields worse than what philly had w- worse yeah than, isn't worse philly than, uh, and new york worse not 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 not, not not lincoln but before they moved to Link, before no. they moved to lincoln field it, no. it was it wasn't worse than that it was no. worse than that no wow. it, it was like trying to play on a polo uh, uh, uh dirt patch after they've played polo i don't know if you know what polo is but mm-hmm. trust me it's not good um and a new stadium that's going to have I, I believe like if not fully partially covered so the wind and all that stuff is not going to be a factor anymore get yourself a good quarterback get yourself an offensive line i'm more worried about the bears just being successful because yeah. the yeah. pack the hey as much as i hate the pack the pack are going to be good so let them be good it's fine Whatever. Mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting it too because you got you got like two young quarterbacks but you know what's interesting i think both could maybe be at the same level or or a comparable level maybe average to a little better than average we'll see but it's a system that they're in that could make or break what happens and you, you guys are screwing them up and that's so i know but me anything can turn around so i hope so for you next week let's hope this sunday bears is it do they play sunday I'm hoping the game's gonna get canceled. Actually, <laughs> no, it's not, Tony. You're not getting rained out. It's not getting canceled, so don't worry about that. Oh man. Well, let's mm-hmm. hope you guys can get. You know win. what? Maybe it'll be a trap game for the Chiefs. Yeah, and, uh... I, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and, and Sebastian, I'll, I'll address you one that last no, time. He... No, 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 no do he... not, do not, man. No, I, 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 do not. The time. It's like you're not. Nothing sinking in. It's like it's your fan yeah, base. Break. No, it doesn't. Yeah, give me a so break. Give me a break with that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm straight on the Cowboys. Not, give me a break on the Cowboys. You know what? You know what? No, no. I'm going to treat you guys like uh, I'm going to treat you guys like the uh, the Oscars. Yes. Uh, start start with that. Start with that light in the background. So like, you got 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> you got 20 seconds. All right, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Okay. Take it light, but take it.